Oh, man. We hit a lot of stuff tonight. We said we were going to go smaller. We always say this every week. I know. But, but I mean, when you have some of the things happen that happened this last week, and we get to college football playoff week. Yeah. Uh, that was, I mean, that was pretty fun to we, talk through. We covered a lot of Oregon news, a lot of Oregon we sports. Tons of yeah. Oregon sports. Yeah, uh, so much. You know, the, the Blazers, not so great. Timbers, awesome. Um, well, some you know, good Blazer stuff, but the Blazers themselves yeah. not very good. That's yes. fair. And yes, right now. Right now. Right now. We're, Ducks. we're obviously, we're hopeful. We're yep. Hopeful. Yes. Um, Ducks, Ducks big that. news. Uh, not good news all the way around no. there. I mean, a no. lot, a lot that we hit tonight. And uh, quick teaser, uh, we got a lot to say about Monday Night Football. So let's get right into it. Let's go. Woo. Welcome to Sports of Five for December 7th with your hosts, Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. Welcome into the December 7th Sportsify podcast. Uh, your host, Matt Novak. With me, as always, is Grant Hawker. Hello, everybody. And Jameson on the third mic. Hello. Uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff to hit, but Monday Night Football just got over, and we're going to start right there. Because Belichick just did the most Belichick thing you've ever seen him do. Buffalo is very good. Elite, the best at taking away the pass, right, Grant? I'd agree. Grant has not seen the game. Yes, I was, he at was his... out doing his job tonight. Yes, so I did not. I watched like the second quarter. That's all I okay. watched this game. So you have no idea. Okay. Uh, they, as you were out tonight, Belichick decided. You know what? They're really good at stopping the pass. So what we're gonna do is we're literally not gonna throw the ball. I know that Mac Jones had one for completed one pass. In the first half, Mac Jones completed the same number of passes are in the you, second half. Are you? He went two for three for the game for 19 yards completely. Oh my God. Belichick handed the ball off to Damian Harris and to, oh my gosh, the Bolden. Stevenson. Uh, the Stevenson and the, Bolden. And Bolden. And Bolden uh, a total of about 40 times. 42 oh times my gosh, dude, and the crazy. Patriots won a whopping 14 to 10 okay. and had an amazing stand inside the 20 uh, just around the two minute marker to close out the game. I want to look at Mac Jones fantasy stats. It's unbelievable. Oh, there are no stats. He even took yeah. a knee and eliminated <laughs> his rushing yards. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He had yeah. 0.46 fantasy points. Yeah. Negative three rush yards. Uh, I mean, that is, awesome. that is game management at his finest, kids. Um, that is so awesome. Bill Belichick. I hate him. Is so good at taking away the thing that you're good at. In case you forgot who the greatest coach of all time is because you of Tom Brady going off and doing his it. thing. Uh, don't forget. Yeah. I mean, the Patriots le- are now legitimately. He just said my offensive line is better than your defensive line. So all I'm going to do is run the ball against your defensive line. Because don't get me wrong, the, the the Bills do pass rush well. Okay, they do. But they're, they don't have middle-of-the-line they run really stoppers. They, they don't. And the scheme that the Patriots run from a, uh, from a blocking standpoint lends them to be able to run the ball 
all the time. Like they Whoa. they can legitimately kill and Colts. That Harry's Three. touchdown was like a masterpiece. Yeah, and like, the sixty four yarder. Yeah, just yeah, one cut up the middle, untouched, ding, boom, ding, gone. See ya. It was just ugh. and and it's it's like drawing up a beautiful uh, pass play in terms of getting that motion off to one side. All you got to do is draw on a safety, right? You got to draw on a safety. If they're in that single high, get a blocker on the second level. And if you're on the left hash, run to the right. I mean, that takes the safety out of the game because you're basically saying my running back is better, is faster, faster. than yeah. your safety. And that's how you get it. If you get that second level block from your tight end, pulling guard, whatever, it's game or fullback. You're game over. Um, and that's exactly what happened on that play. But Damian Harris finished with, I believe it was 111 on 10 carries. Oh uh, Talk about efficiency. And uh, Stevenson had about 75 yards on 22 carries. I was say, then he so they just, the bulk. I mean, it, he did what, what Elijah Mitchell does for the 49ers. Just that I'm going to get three, I'm going to get four, you know, and we're okay with getting stopped on first down with the yard and a half. Like they, that's exactly the game plan tonight. Um, hats off and all the applause to Bill Belichick for scoring two touchdowns. Well, no, one. My bad. One. Because one they also they got a two-point conversion. Two, yep. two-point conversion and then hit a field goal. Uh, it was a almost no fantasy stats night. Except, <laughs> Except for Damian Harris. Yep. Yeah. yeah, if you had Harris tonight, you did fine. Um, but Shoot, legitimately. I had Josh Allen, so he just got that one touchdown. Yeah, Josh Allen got the one touchdown. I do think he had I won. Two, I, won. I had already won the game, so I didn't really care. 240, 250, somewhere in there. I think, yeah. Yeah. But uh, but they took away the deep threat, played two safeties the entire time, and Dude. said no to Stephon Diggs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he only got he had four uh, receptions for fifty one yards. Yeah, and it's also it's not that they didn't just throw the ball because the Bills have a good pass defense. It was also if you didn't watch the game, just horrendous conditions as well. Yeah, and then Dude, you the could sure, whatever you wanted. Flew so. straight into the stands. Yeah. Yeah, but but he, on the on the flip side of that, the Bills did, and the Bills are used to playing in horrible conditions. Yeah, they threw the ball twenty nine times. Not that the Patriots aren't either, but yeah, I would I would love to see the differential in NFL games, the history. If Live Sports Bureau can get on this one, uh, see when the last time was a one quarterback out through the other one twenty six times in a game, because that happened today. And like it was on purpose. I don't know okay? how you look. <laughs> We're not talking I don't know like how injuries. you look up that stat there's without probably, writing. Oh, Elias Sports Bureau's got a filter. There's probably a big ben a game where he threw sixty times and yeah. somebody didn't. No, oh, that's throw like thirty. Some, yeah, yeah, but some backup through twenty. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, some cruddy offensive coordinators Steelers have had. They're just like you. Just you. Just do you. You know. Yeah. I'm yeah, pretty sure Ben's throwing like a fifty throw game this season. Okay, I mean. <laughs> He, I mean, just based on how many how often he throws, he's got to have the most pass attempts. Uh, no, well, no, Brady has the most pass attempts. Just because Brady's going to have the most been everything. Yeah, by the time that's he's fair. Done. Yeah, but I mean, he's got to be up there for how long he's played. He's got to be up there in pass attempts. I when, think. I think if you took the chunk of career and put the years if, up, I, 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 they're probably if pretty. If you well, took like a four year, a four years of it, like like the AB what, like. 2013 to 2018. He's 16. How many years has Big Ben in the league? 16, 17? He drafted in 404, I think. Okay. I think so. I, I mean, so it's about 17 that, years. Um, I bet you if you took the first 17 years of Brady's and you compared them, it, he'd probably win. But here's the thing is, you got to remember Big Ben, both the times that he made the big runs in the playoffs, in yeah. two Super Bowl, one Super Bowl, um, they were in the 25 and under. Like, that right. was the rule. We only yep. throw the ball 25 times a game. 
and uh, and then we just run. We just run. Right. We just run. I mean, that but, was. But here's what I'm saying. I bet, I bet if you take Rockies. like a four year stretch, like when he had AB, when AB had his historic seasons, sure. I bet those four years or so are probably the most. Juju's first year. Yeah. Those are probably the most four years that anybody's ever thrown the ball. I mean, he's thrown it like 45 times a game, every I mean, game. His average was really high. You remember you had like you had like Marino years where Marino yeah. was going. Favre had some years. Drew Brees throws the ball a lot. Yep. <laughs> Even though a lot of it averaging, wasn't always a- averaging four yards, long. four yards a pass. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't care. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I mean, I w- yeah, I would guess Favre had some years where they were up that high. Cause Favre didn't always have much of a running Gunslinger. game. You think of a few other quarterbacks that that have been those high attempts. I mean, Peyton. Peyton had some. Peyton. Year, some. I mean, probably Stafford were, in Detroit. <laughs> they yeah. haven't had a running back in forever. Yeah, no. that's fair. I mean, why not? I mean, you got Calvin, Calvin Johnson, Johnson out there. <laughs> yeah. Just close your eyes and hope for the best. Your best running game is yeah. throwing a Hail Mary. Well, it was speaking of the Lions. Perfect Woo-hoo! segue. Beautiful. It finally happened. I'm just going to just do it now. My my crazy stat of the week. It alludes to one I had a while ago. Do it. But this is Jared Goff's first win <laughs> without Sean McVay. Because <laughs> my, other, my other stat was that Jared Goff has not won an NFL game. Without Sean McVay, he's done it. He has actually, won his game without Sean McVay. I actually have well a, done, Jared Goff. I have a stat related to this as well, now that we bring it up. Um, and it also kind of ties into a conversation we'll have later talking about like playoff teams and bubble teams and stuff. Um, the Atlanta Falcons are 5-7, and seven, and they're one game behind San Francisco uh, for that final NFC playoff spot. Mm-hmm. But the Falcons have a worse point differential than the the now one win Lions. <laughs> oh my have, goodness! The Falcons are a minus one sixteen, and the Lions are a minus one thirteen. Wow! And that Lions that Lions that offense is how, historically bad. Well, but that also just shows how many heartbreaking close losses the yeah. Lions have had. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent it does, and then it also shows like how four. bad the Falcons defense yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean they they went out and got blown out by the Cowboys a couple weeks right. ago, so that didn't yep. help. Was that forty to three? It was bad. Something yeah, I don't like that. What it was, yeah, it was but something, <laughs> most something of that was in that game. But that I don't, it felt good to. Uh, I, well, mean, I mean, it was so I cool. It. it was Watch so cool. Jared I mean, goof, go out, do his thing. I mean, That's it my hit goof. triple zeros to to win the game. Like it was a full on. Yeah. It was the buzzer beater it, three it to win the game. It was by far the best game of the weekend. Yeah. I mean, really, it was. I I wouldn't take away anything from Monday Night Football because that is impressive as can be. And again, they, that Steelers they put Ravens up a goal game line was, was it crazy. It was crazy, but it was bad. No, it was ugly. Right? But no, but no, but like I'm, I'm, I always think games are cool when it comes down to a play. That's that's I, fine. I, I mean, it's Monday me, that Night Football is that too. That automatically elevates a game to like, oh, it came yeah. down to a play. Yeah. Like the Seahawks Niners game. That was a great game through and through, I thought, for the most part. Came down to to like a play. Those stands, love those type of games all the way. So those always kind of, for me, kind of raise above games that are just, you know, there's just a winner in the end. Yeah, I always I mean, like those games. It's intriguing, that's for sure. I, I personally would rather, I mean, I'm always for good football. And yeah. and for me, that Steelers Ravens game was bad football. Is oh yeah, it, but, it, but you go back. The Ravens have had several of these games this year. Remember that we the Raiders game at the beginning of the year. Yep, that was. Just I mean, they almost football. lost to the Lions. Yeah, yeah, they did. Oh yeah, they won it on that Justin Tucker record setter. Yards, like, <laughs> yeah, still sounds. Stupid. Justin Tucker just puts the team on his back. And goes, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> 
Don't worry, guys. And First then, ballot Hall of Famer right here. And then goes and sing, sings opera afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course he does. But that felt, good, it felt good. good Apparently he's really good. He's very good. It felt good to watch the Lions. But I don't think there's a team that like, I mean, we talked about this either last week or the week before. But like, if you hate the Lions, then you're just like a hateful person. The, yeah, yeah, you hate Lions. There's, there's no reason to hate the Lions. And everybody you can make fun the of Lions. them. Oh, everybody yeah, does. But uh, I mean, not the Vikings fans don't this week. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, well that's a different conversation because I don't know how Z- Zimmer's got to be gone, right? Yeah, dude, I saw gone. something. I was I was telling Matt because uh. we were watching the Niners CS game, and it was like their their cornerback Danzler for the Vikings. Someone said like, "What on earth was Danzler doing on that play?" And then someone like retweeted and said, uh, l- "Losing his head coach's job, <laughs> or, <laughs> or no, mean, like getting his head coach fired." Yeah, getting his head coach fired. That was that's the quote. I saw somebody happened. say the Lions are getting hot at the right time of the season. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, if you missed it to recap out what did happen at the end of that game, uh, the the Lions have been up 20 to six in the first half, got blanked in the third quarter. We're Justin getting Jefferson blanked in the fourth. Game. Jefferson I was having a crazy game for the Vikings. Kirk Cousins full on went and did his job, uh, took the Vikings down the field and scored uh, at the two minute marker. Um, and uh, in you put his team ahead. Uh, they were up by four. Um, and uh, so they, they got to get the touchdown. Um, <clears throat> and uh, then enter Jared Goff. Uh, he gets the ball uh, deep in his own territory. Jared and Goat. literally form. <laughs> marches his team down. I, I had zero hope. Like a hundred. I was like, oh man, when the Vikings score, I was like, that guy ain't going to do it. You messaged us. Yeah. I was like, I I literally said, the lands are breaking my heart. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, this is over. And I, and Goff goes in and I just kept it on because I did. There was no other games I really cared about that were that close. And, uh, and Goff starts just dinking and ducking these little passes to the side, getting some chunks, got a couple plays over the middle. Hawkinson caught one. Uh, spread the ball around really well. Uh, checked down uh, a couple times uh, into the middle. Pretty there was a specialty. really, uh, there was a really great play by Raymond where he he was coming from the right, caught the ball in the middle of the field, made two moves, sacrificed two yards, but got himself out of bounds. I mean, just some heads up stuff. Uh, they managed the clock incredibly well. Then gave themselves multiple shots at the end zone. Got backed up on a penalty uh, there right as they got in the red zone. And then Goff just got it done on the last play of the game. Double zeros. Uh, again, you said the the corner's name that was sitting Danzler, there. Danzler, I believe. Danzler is, is sitting there ball watching because Hawkinson cuts in front of him. And he is sure that the ball's going to the inside. Goff does like the middle a lot. And uh, in cuts St. Brown from the outside, who had a heck of a game, by the way. Ten catches. Yeah, uh, it didn't quite hit 100 yards, but got the game winner there. I, and he cuts in, sits right in front of him. You can almost see Danzler just going, oh, no. And I'm mean, because he was ball watching yeah. hard, uh, just completely froze there. And they're in a uh, what's called a flat zone, uh, where basically where you keep all the safeties and corners uh, right up front. And if the if a player drifts back, it doesn't matter if you're a safety or corner, you drift back with them. And uh, he, you're just not supposed to let anything happen in yeah. front of you. Oops. Don't get beat deep, you know. Oops. When you're when you're in the end zone, don't get beat deep. That's, that's uh, what they say. Yeah, but it it just fell right in front of him, and what yeah. an awesome! Break. I, I uh, saw him getting roasted finish. pretty hard for like leaving that much room oh, in front yeah. of you. He's in like, the end just zone. unaware. Yeah, I mean, you're just, literally just unaware of the he space. Lost it. Yeah. Yep. He 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 brain farted hard and. 
ends up uh, probably costing Zimmer his job. I think that's probably the line you draw in the sand and go, hey, you, you, you lost the 49ers, and we're like, okay, well, they got the Lions the next week. He gets that win. Maybe we'll pick up some momentum. But if you're the ownership group, you got to be looking at the lackluster performances. You can't put this stuff on Cousins you can't when he's having really good game on. after good game after good well, game. It's just kind of they one of those... click in offense. You just got to get it done. I mean, as well, a coach, and, you have to get it done. And just so many, like, just mediocre playoff runs like they get in the first round or like right. stuff like that like special teams has not been good for a long time it's kind of one of those things you know kind of i kind of think of zimmer as kind of like terry stotts a little bit kind of the complaints with the blazers like couldn't get over the hump right get well, into at least the playoffs Stotts was a perennial playoff team <laughs> sure i mean yeah but but, but yeah. some of that same like there, there's something missing yeah that yeah. you just have to have a change up at the coaching position well, and, and i and i gotta say too i think i think this needs to be zimmer i don't know their gm's name but uh when we did our preview for the season we looked at how they tried to fill that defense out i mean patrick peterson just looks old and that dude's getting beat constantly. He is old. And, yeah, he is. Uh, and, and a, it's, there's one thing to be old, and it's another thing to look old, right? Yeah. Like, it just... He, he looks like he's always playing catch-up. Yeah, they, but they, they filled all these holes with guys that, you know, have seen their best years. Yeah. And, and really um, are trying to make do. Uh, and it just seems like they mismanaged some salary cap here. All They obviously need to talk to Cousins. That needs yeah. to be a conversation. Hey, you're bleeding us dry. Do you want to be Matt Ryan or do you want to be Tom Brady? Like I, you know, at some point, and I'm not obviously I'm not comparing the two. Uh, calm down. But in terms uh, of thinking, in terms of thinking and and winning, do you want to win? Because if you want to win, all you gotta do is every year adjust your taxes a little bit and give you some bonus money uh, and convert this stuff over from a yeah. salary to a bonus. Which I know a lot of these guys. If and for those of you unfamiliar with how contracts work and all that, players get paid during the season. So they make most of their money during one fiscal quarter of the year. So they, they pay their check. taxes inside that fiscal quarter. I know this is kind of stupid, but um, uh, so they they basically make all of their money uh, from September because they don't pay, they they make off season bonuses, but they get yep. paid those things in the course of the season. That's when they get it's them. like incentive kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, and then they now that they have two games in January. They'll make two paychecks over there. They get playoff bonuses if they continue to play, all that kind of stuff. And performance so, bonuses. Like if you, you know, hit this marker, right, then we're gonna throw this in. So basically money that you could be making just as your salary is now in these goals. Yeah. And and what they and, and what they can do if they're gonna commit to cousins for the year and not pay him week to week that he's healthy and all that stuff, they can take all that money and just say, Here's your cash, period. We believe in you. And we're just going to give it to you in September. And would you be willing to take, uh, you know, five hundred thousand dollars off as well? And we'll just handle all this right now. Yeah, because it's basically a restructure. Tom Brady's been doing it literally every, every year, year. Uh, for the last decade or and more. Look how many Super Bowls and ding, da, ding, da, ding. Um, that I want Randy Moss. Spend money. It's just so weird that quarterbacks. I don't understand why they don't all do it. Like, if you're really that committed and you're going to make that 20 like, whatever million dollars anyway, obviously, who cares? Obviously, Brady's like the most has has the clutch gene, but yeah. it's also him being able to just like, take less money to, to surround the team. Mahomes is doing it and he's probably going to do it every year. Yeah. I mean, he, you'll probably see more people you know, doing it now that they realize, at least at the position, that they realize that with where um, the game is right now from a don't touch the quarterback perspective and right. just sports science and, and in general and fitness and all this stuff 
guys can have those prolonged careers. Whereas before it's like, I need to get my money when I can because nothing's yeah. guaranteed. Right. So the, so. And the point I was making a, a moment ago, if you take all that money, though, that they would give them over the course of, let's say, five or six months and you just stack it at one point, it just adjusts tax rates and all that stuff, both state and federal for these guys. And they just have to figure out their their own personal money. Um, and Brady moved to a state that doesn't have uh, state income tax. Yes, he did. Uh, brilliantly. Yep. And, um, you know, he uh, he did that on purpose so that when he takes that pay cut, essentially, he's not taking that pay cut right? Uh, because all that money stays in his pocket. He could care less if it goes back to the team or back to the state, whatever. Like, he just was like, yeah, OK, I'll just rework it. Um, but it's more money in his pocket in the end. Um, moving on down to the stuff that happened this week. Um, the college football playoff has been decided, uh, in a moment, I'm going to read you guys a text message that I sent on Saturday night because after the games were over, um, I had my buddy, Mike, uh, who went on our, our Niner trip with us and is a regular listener to the, the uh, show. He was texting me about all these different possibilities. And, and, uh, uh, when we were looking at the one through four, it seemed obvious to everybody after Alabama beat Georgia, after Michigan beats Ohio State, um, after Cincinnati beats Houston, that you have your four locked in. Georgia had been the one, uh, Bama at the two, um, you had, uh, or three, depending on what poll you care about, um, Michigan right in there, Cincinnati right in there. So with nobody but Georgia losing at the one, you can't penalize Georgia and throw them out of the top four after they've been sitting at the one all year. They're just not going to do it. That would be horrible for college football. doesn't make any sense. Alabama did whip up on Georgia. Um, they handed it to them. I, in, in typical Alabama fashion, it was like they gave up 10 points and then they were like, oh, that's what you're going to do? Cool. We're going to adjust and then we're going to destroy you. And that's exactly what happened for the rest of that game. I uh, watched a decent chunk of it. And then once Alabama had the two score lead, I went, I'm going to do something else with my day. This is over. Uh, nobody comes back and beats Alabama. Nobody. Because Nick Saban is way too good of a coach. I, I, said, it, I said it last week. I was like, it feels wrong betting against Saban. But I did. I picked. Horrible I, decision. I think, I think. I think all of us did. Except, except you. Wait, yeah. no. Did, did you? Except Levi, I think. Wait, no. I don't know. I thought, um, I thought I thought maybe you picked you picked Alabama. I thought you either picked way Georgia. it was a horrible decision. No, I picked I picked Georgia. You did Georgia. Yeah. Okay, maybe yeah. you did. Yeah, I remember yeah, watching because that Levi and being because like, Dang it. Levi just agreed with everything you said, Matt. He agreed and then he started disagreeing. Well, with pickums, he was just like, I'm just gonna. Oh, I'll do Levi. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> do whatever Matt says. I'm just gonna say whatever Matt says. It's a great impression. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, well, the the top four though gets decided. Alabama. Becomes the one. Michigan becomes the two. Georgia is the three. Cincinnati is the four. No surprises. Uh, I I personally had and and I and I feel like the case was certainly there. Yeah, I think if Alabama would have won that game by a point, Michigan's the one. Uh, and in my head, in my heart, I still feel that Michigan consistently did its job all year long outside of one rivalry game. Um, in in which uh, they beat the teams they needed to beat and beat down on teams they needed to beat down. Remember, Michigan just came off of a huge win against Ohio State, then comes back, wins its conference championship by double digits, destroys Iowa State, um, and it almost seems like they got penalized for doing it. 
Alabama That's, yeah. snuck out a win. Snuck out a win in the Iron Bowl. Uh, just barely beats Auburn, who is a definitely mediocre team this year. Yeah. Yep. And then goes in much. and says, we're going to be Alabama in the championship game and do Alabama things, and we're going to beat down on Georgia. And for that, they get the one seed. I, I personally struggle with it just a little bit, but I do understand uh, when you look at the course of the season, Alabama has three uh, teams that they have beaten that are current top 25, uh, and uh, Michigan had one current team that was top 25, uh, five, or sorry, it was Ohio State and Iowa State. So those back-to-backs are the only two that are in the top 25. Um, but uh, third one might have been Penn State, who's sitting just now there at like 27 or something like that. My boys so, um, fell so far. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, when when you look at it, like I, I kind of get it over the course of the season. Here's what I said. Mike, Mike texts me. And um, he says, so Michigan one, Bama two, Cincinnati three, Georgia four. He's like, only way I see to keep from having Georgia Bama play right away, which nobody wants to see. Um, And I said, it's going to be Bama one, Michigan two, Georgia three, Cincinnati four. This is Saturday night at 843. And he goes, they should not not, uh, jump Bama over Michigan. That would be a tough sell. And I said, oh, they could. Bama has one loss against A&M, ranked 24. Their uh, best win is Georgia, ranked one. Uh, Michigan has one loss, or one loss is Michigan State, ranked 14. And best win was Ohio State, uh, which again, depending on the poll, ranked anywhere from two to four at the time. Um, I said Bama also has wins over Ole Miss, ranked eight, and Arkansas at 23. Uh, Michigan, again, has those wins against uh, Iowa State at 13 and Penn State around 27. Uh, The eye tests make them the two best teams, but Georgia got manhandled today, and late season wins matter more. They just do. And when you beat the number one team and you're ranked in the top four, you're probably going to end up as the one. And I said, I still like your order better, though. Um, He... uh, he definitely, from the eye test perspective, agreed. He said, Michigan, Bama, Georgia, Cincy is actually the way I would go from the eye test. Um, and uh, that's that's also uh, hard for me to disagree with from what I've watched, too. Um, but then we wake up the next day. It happens the way it does. Uh, I don't feel good about that because I don't want it to happen. But um, I am not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. I saw it. I saw it. It was at church on Sunday morning. I'm like, yep, that's what I thought it would be. Yeah. Then, I don't I don't hate it, you know. Yep. I actually am very excited for a Michigan Georgia matchup. Yeah. That's gonna be a very good game. Yeah, it it uh I will say though, I I just don't know why I've talked about it much. I hate Michigan's helmets. <laughs> They're stupid. They're so ugly looking. <laughs> You're, there's, you're you're giving me a look, Jameson. Do you I like them? I don't mind them either. They're, to me, they're classic. Oh, I, they're, I think they're, they're stupid looking. Yeah, no, they're. they're I, I, I was watching the game and I'm like, because I, I didn't really watch like a full game, but I watched most of that game and I'm like, helmets are stupid. When I think of classic helmets, I think of like Notre Dame in Michigan, yep. like those kind of schools. I, USC, for, for me, USC, I, for me, yeah. I think of the Buckeyes helmets. Yeah, when they're they, probably when they, in there too. When yep. they put in like the little stickers yeah, they all got over the stickers them. all over the back. Yeah, uh, the U. Uh, yep. I'm trying to think of some other one. Well, the Tennessee, the yep. the T Volunteers. Yep. It's got that uh, long, that long, Western Longhorns, Texas. Oh yeah, another one. There you go. You know, there you go. But, 
I mean, yeah, yeah. I know we're going to offend some schools here. You know, whatever. Oklahoma's good, too. Mm -hmm. Um, You're all a great. Yeah, you're all all great. We're all winners. Here's your participation. No, I, I don't mind them. I don't know. I think they're stupid. I, I, like <laughs> I just want to say it. I think they're stupid. You're stupid. Yep. Uh, they don't remind you of a Wolverine? No. <laughs> no? They don't look like a claw? Unle- unless Hugh Jackman is on the helmet. They don't really remind me of Wolver- oh, Wolverine. Oh, okay. That's my, well, yeah. Nerdy things it, that you if say they If they yeah. had the Phil Knight pocketbook, then maybe they would. <laughs> yeah, there we <laughs> there go. go. Um, New helmet every game. Yeah. In other college football news, um, the coaching carousel continues. Lincoln Riley is now at USC. Uh, we Brian mentioned Kelly. last week the Brian Kelly move to LSU. And now he has a Southern accent and somehow. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny. Apparently, he has like eight different accents, Family. and it changes whenever he's whenever he's out. That recruiting. was at the the basketball game, right? Yeah, Where he, he was like yeah. introduced and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was, was like, family. I was listening. I'm like, does it, does nobody know? Like, like, <laughs> like, because because like everybody in the crowd was just loving what he was saying. They're like, yeah. I was like. This is okay. not how this man talks. So no, it's not. But I'm I, I'm I'm gonna. He's a I'm, chameleon. I actually am. I'm gonna throw myself under the bus here. I do the same thing. Uh, I used to have a friend who was from South Africa, and we would write songs together. And um, when I would go hang out with him, I would come back, and I, like every time I would sing, I would like elongate all this stuff like in the weirdest way. And I'd have like this weird accent as I sang all the time. So if you go to Jamaica, you can start saying Mon. No, no, I would not. Um, But I do kind of take in a little bit of like just accent. Like when I when when I go to on mission trips, been to um, Central America a couple times. Um, And when I was on those trips, as I start to speak my you know broken Spanish, I notice that my English starts to change a little bit too. Um, and I don't Spanglish sound like myself. <laughs> yeah, a little, little bit. Um, so I'm like watching him do it, and I'm like, "That's funny." Oh, that's funny. No, you should not do that. Also, that's probably what I sound like when I come back from all these trips or hang out with my <laughs> friends that have accents. And when you when I hang out with my family, and I think that's probably what it's from is my family. Most of my family's from Hungary, and so they come over and they have these very distinct, hard to replicate accents. And you kind of say words back to them in the way they say them to you in English so that they understand your word better. And I think that that's where I get it from is trying yeah. to like talk to my extended family and being and saying things in these awful. It's if you're unfamiliar with a Hungarian accent, it's kind of like German. If you've ever heard a Czech accent, very similar kind of mix or Romanian. Uh, there's some there's some stuff there. But yeah, I kind of I kind of understood. I just liked all it. of the uh, the memes. It was like, you know, a few weeks after he's down in LSU and it's the picture of uh, Daniel Craig from Knives Out. Where he's got that like crazy southern drawl. Dude, Daniel so Craig is gonna... French. Yeah, he's French. I did not know this until yep. Daniel Craig was very famous. And I was like, he's what? Like the dude's not well, British. Soon, soon, soon Brian Kelly's going to be like, go Tigers. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. I was gonna go full Edo. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I am gonna miss that. Just saying. Yeah. Well, the the Ducks also part ways with Cristobal, uh, or I should say, he parts ways with them. He leaves for Miami, uh, which is where he played and started his coaching career uh, in college. Uh, as a <sighs> Duck fan, super frustrated. Uh, he's done a heck of a job uh, recruiting. 
Uh, did not get us over the hump or anything, but um, man, he brings so it's many good a- things to your program. And uh, I mean, he was he was a class act in the job. It's I, such I a bummer because it seems like the Oregon coaching job is just used as a stepping stone. To, it's starting to feel that way with with the last couple. Like they're there for a year for, yeah. with Taggart. He's here for a year. That was that was some bush league stuff that didn't end up real good for Taggart. No, it didn't. Though. It didn't. And but, I don't think the same thing at all is going to happen to Chris. No, 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 no. I don't either. But not either. But like, it just feels like it's like. Oh yeah, build it up, look good for a year or two, and then go on to right. a bigger named college. Even well, though- or or just I mean, he went home, and I don't necessarily blame him for going home. Actually, I did not know that was home, but yeah, that, I mean okay. that that's that home base. Um, but he signs a massive eight million per ten year deal. Ooh. Uh, ten million less uh, overall, a uh, million less per year than uh, what. Uh, Brian Kelly got to go uh, down to LSU. Uh, I got a stat of the week on that in a little bit that I'll touch on. Um, but uh, the the U also says bye to Manny Diaz. Um, and uh, basically, oh, the the understanding is if they couldn't get Cristobal, Diaz was coming back. That's hmm. how bad they wanted Cristobal. So they were ready to do whatever it took to get Cristobal in. Understood they were not in the worst place, but they, they felt like uh, Chris Ball could be the difference maker for them. Uh, so they do the thing. Uh, there's uh, other coaching, uh, other coaches being rumored that are in that same stepstone kind of thing. Um, I'm going to totally blank on his name right now. Should have wrote it down last prepper for the show. Uh, Baylor's head coach uh, is one name that's being thrown out there. There is another major thing that's being thrown out that I don't know if this is just suspicion I'm seeing it from all kinds of credible college football beat writer types. Chip Kelly coming back is a real thing that is being discussed in in circles of professionals. This is not just fans going, that would be cool. This is legitimate writers saying Chip Kelly would possibly consider coming back to Oregon. As an Oregon fan, I'm very torn with that. Uh, because Chip left us pretty vulnerable. I mean, kind of hosed us and put us in a downward spiral for a few years. But at the same but time... <laughs> karma bit him in the butt. Oh, he yeah, le- yeah. Le- no, like, the, the 49ers and Eagles thing did not go real great for him. Well, the 49 thing went great for me. But. Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, oops. Um, but yeah. I will say that is as much Jed York as it was him, because Jed York is garbage president. Yep. Um and uh and then also Trent Bulk was involved uh when Chip Kelly was there. Just throwing that out there. Yep. So um I'm not gonna lie, I, I almost even forgot that that was a thing. Yeah, uh, because it was so forgettable. It was, was one year. Why was it was just one year? And he didn't make it through the season. And then and then what's his so. face? Uh was it after him, the guy with the mustache? Jim Tom Sula. Yeah, Tom Sula, yeah. AKA we have <laughs> no prospects. So we're just gonna give this guy a job and get him out of his car and yep. give him an office and a house. That's right. And he's a heck of a defensive line coach, by the way. Uh very good defensive line coach. But uh yeah, so with the Chip Kelly his stuff, name's getting thrown out there for the ducks. There's a part of me that that'd be hilarious because for one, Beaver fans absolutely hate him. Oh, yeah. No, they hate they him. They hate him so much. So I'm going to tell a story real quick about Beaver fan. So obviously, the Ducks did not win Pac-12 championship. Sad day. Um, this guy that I've, I've known him for a long time, follow him on Instagram. He posted like the, the results of the game on his on Instagram story, and he said, 
uh, he said, uh, the Oregon Ducks are an embarrassment to football because he just hates them that much. And so I just, I just replied in the DMs and I just sent him the Beavers record. That's all I did. And then he started to try to light me up and then I just sent the record again. And then our hey, record. Hey, we're bull bound, baby. It's, yeah. But so. What, what's the name of that bull? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't part of the. How about that? That wasn't part of the situation. <laughs> bull bound. Well, instead of like the sugar bowl, like the sweet and low bowl. Yeah. Some like off brand sugar. No, but. Yeah, so that would be hilarious because angry beaver fans give me some joy sometimes. Um, and so that for that part of me, that would be hilarious just to see them. I, yeah, I, I, same thing happened to me this week. I was getting my Christmas tree legit, and I already told these guys a story. But I had a guy come up to me, and uh, and he goes, he saw I was wearing my my duck shirt. This was uh, the day after the game, so Saturday. And, uh, Saturday. And uh, so I'm wearing my duck shirt and he goes, oh, hey, uh, you want to, and I had my jacket on. He goes, you want to, you want to maybe close your jacket up a little bit more? Uh, you know, I don't think you want anybody to see that or whatever. And I looked at him and I go, oh no, I'm good. hundred percent. I'm good. And he goes, oh, are you? And I, and I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine. I was like, my team's 10 and three. And uh, I was like, we're playing in a major bowl game. We just went to the uh, conference championship for the third year in a row. I said, how's it feel to have a winning record for the first time in like, what, four or five years? And he looks at me and he's like, I, I picked on the wrong guy. My bad. Yep. <laughs> and, and I was like, yes, you did. And uh, he just kind of walked off with a smile and, uh, and no hate to, to Beaver fans. I am glad that you're no. doing better. And I like Jonathan Smith and I like where the program's headed. And 100%. I've said this many times. If the Beavers would win every game and then play us at the end of the year and we get that win, uh, I'm down. I like. Yeah. I want them to win every other game, but that one game. I'm, I'm, See, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm always a Beaver fan. I'm an Oregon fan. I just, I just again when they're playing the Ducks, yeah. I'm picking the Ducks. I'm with that. But I'm rooting the Beavers every other time. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, and and I I I was getting a little concerned because Oregon basketball, men's basketball, is not very good this year. Um, no, it's not. Just lost in overtime to Arizona State last night. But uh, who was two and six before they played the Ducks? And then Good I was job, like, guys. man, I wonder, I wonder how the Beavers are doing. <laughs> I go look up the score, and I they also played a Pac-12 game. I'm gonna forget who the opponent was, and it was like a 25 point loss. Like it was, it was bad. It was like 45 to 70 or something like that. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, it's going that good. I mean, their uh, baseball team, they, they still got baseball. They yeah, still we, got we, baseball. Beavers, Beavers baseball. Got the Beavers baseball team. The thing. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, moving on down the line. Speaking of Oregon related sports, I. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers suck without Damian Lillard. This just in. They also just kind of suck. Uh, they're not just real. Period. They're pretty mediocre when Damian's playing right now. Um, uh-huh. But they are one and four in their last five uh, without Damian this week. Uh, it took uh. a one forty five to one seventeen loss. The Celtics one fourteen to eighty three against the Spurs. That That's was, embarrassing. That was the I. Back to back home I, games too. Yeah. I couldn't. I, I I was busy that I was busy that night, so I couldn't watch that game. When I saw the score, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't waste. I'm glad I didn't waste my time watching that game. Now the Spurs right. did also just beat the Warriors the other night. They did. They but also the Spurs just aren't very uh, good. they just took a 102 to 90 loss to the Clippers tonight. I was uh, watching that Blazers score in. a little bit earlier. Yeah, I just wanted well, to look I can't it up. Say I'm surprised about that one. But <sighs> I'm not no, the, uh, the Celtics the one is frustrating because too. to give up 145 points to the Celtics, who are having their own issues, not very good. I uh, so. we'll we'll say this. Uh, and as Blazer fans, I know we can appreciate this. Uh, Nurkic tonight, yep. Mr. Uh, double double this season. 
went 31 points on 12 and 19 shooting with five rebounds. Not a lot of times <laughs> do we see Nurk uh, drop anything over, what, 20? I mean, when you really? don't have anything really? else going. I mean, yeah, he we, just he put up shots tonight. We saw Chauncey kind of go off on the team saying that uh, he's never seen a team where the bench has to ignite the starters after that Celtics loss. The... Uh, well, the uh, <sighs> the bench tonight put up a whopping eleven points. Uh, awesome! So the and uh, Powell dropped twenty nine, uh, but he shot what the is, crud out of the ball. What did Simons do? Uh, Simons did not play. He is hurt. Oh, he's hurt. Oh. Yeah, he got hurt in the last game. Uh, so that messes the rotation up for sure. Uh, they're starting uh, Smith right now, right. Um, who had thirteen, seven, and six tonight. Um, but they shot horribly bad from three point twenty two point seven. Uh, also playing uh, without CJ tonight. So, <laughs> Jeez, so just, just well, saw that. I'm gonna continue saying it till I'm blue in the face, and that is trade CJ for Ben Simmons. And if getting rid of the GM and going through all of these like ownership ups and downs and like getting rid of Terry Stotts and having a brand new coach who's defensive minded and yep. still giving up 145 points. <laughs> and <sighs> it's uh which, which is, is a roster a, thing. We have to be honest. Yeah. It, it, which is our, our, our next, uh, our, our next point on down. You just said it. Um, the trailblazers last week, uh, fired Neil O'Shea. I think that was uh, just on Friday. Creating a hostile work environment. Um, one full of intimidation and a whole bunch of other things. You can read the paragraphs for yourself if you'd like to. Uh, we're just really glad he's gone because dude literally gives away all of our draft picks for uh, mediocre for players. mediocre players, and has given Dame very little to no support. He's also simultaneously uh, very gun shy when it comes to the big stuff, but not when it comes to the mediocre stuff. Yeah. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's like, hey, guess what? We need to win right now. Uh, we, let's it, not make any roster moves except Larry Nance Jr. Right. And then the biggest thing we've done in years is Norman Powell, who's a good player. I like him. Yeah. Um, but I would much rather have him play the two with Dame and mm -hmm. get rid of CJ as much as I love CJ and put a package together for Ben Simmons and go from there. Yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how they, I mean, the you know guys we're playing Dennis Smith Jr. and Tony Snell they're both in the starting lineup tonight yeah um so if you're wondering why we're losing games there uh, we got a whopping uh by the way uh, Covington who uh, call me wrong here but is Covington not just Nicholas Batum well <laughs> like, is he literally not I'm not gonna tolerate any Nicholas Batum slander here I've got um, my Nick Batum jersey hanging up in the closet I'm just saying are they not the same thing like no, Nick Batum was better for the Blazers. Uh, Covington tonight, uh, which he's had some, he had some good games early in the year. Uh, one of eight, zero uh, for five from three, uh, ten rebounds, one assist, three fouls, two points. Dude, Nick, I, Nick, I Nick Batum's a better facilitator. Every time that I have, like when I watch Blazer games, which is pretty often, I probably watch every other game for the most part, just because I'm busy. Every time I see Covington shoot a three, I just get. Infuriate! I just oh, get yeah. so mad. Do you I'm not like, know who's on your team? I literally <laughs> That's what I think every time. Literally, he shoots every time he shoots. But also, I have maybe seen him make two free throws. Free throws. Three 
threes. I have seen him. Well, make, he had that. Remember, he had that huge game. No, was it Chicago? I, he, he's where he had the game winner. I, I know. Yeah, he, he, he's but, tricky. He's a three and D kind of guy. But but still, I swear, I see him miss just bad ones I, like I, he's wide open what and just, kills me is when i see him take one on like br- the breakaway stuff you know like dame does where you just do the pull up and shoot yeah he does and, that but he's but that's dame and i'll see uh, we'll see like dame go hit him in the corner and i'm just like i cringe i do the same thing i cringe i'm like, I'm no, like no no drive the ball like you are six foot nine and all that is man just drive like, the ball yeah, but he also missed a dunk in the playoffs last year so yeah maybe, there was maybe that Ugh. But um, it is hard to be a, a Blazer fan right now in terms of the win loss. Like that just that is sucked. Are we We're eleven glad. fourteen now? We are eleven well, fourteen. Fortunately, everything is so clustered. Yeah, in that middle spot where yeah, they're not. I mean, they're still in the race for the ten. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. that's very. I mean, I think they're in the nine or the ten. Right There's now, only a, a handful of teams right now that are even like winning yeah. in the West. Uh, with the Warriors going on. The Warriors and Phoenix. Warriors, yep, about Phoenix. It. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, think the there, Clippers are doing okay. Yeah, from there, just kind of <laughs> so, tails off. I think off. the Mavs are doing I. Yeah. No, nah, they're, they're still... No, are they still struggling? Uh, last I checked, well, they were still they're, kind of in Yeah, um, they've, they've been injury swamped. Yeah. Because um, um, Brunson's been starting a whole bunch. I've had, I've had him starting for a while yeah. on my fantasy team. But yeah, the I agree. It's it, They're still in the hunt. You need to make the move. You need to make the move now. Ben Simmons wants to leave, and there, and I was going to echo to your point. Uh, I saw, I read for the very first time an article today. It says Damian Lillard wants to play with Ben Simmons, and again, oh, so credible crazy. sources coming out. Um, you know, and uh, and the, there's uh, there's a team of three NBA beat writers who put that article out today. Uh, just quick Google that yeah. one. All and, I want for Christmas. And he is letting it be known within the organization. Uh, Blazers are normally very tight-lipped, but right now uh, they fired the guy who makes them very tight-lipped. Yeah. And so some of the stuff's getting out. Well, and here's the thing, too. Um, you know, I always say trade CJ for Ben Simmons. And the thing with that is it's like not far from reality nope. because we didn't make an offer to the Sixers. The Sixers made an offer to us. Right. Now, it was a horrible offer because it was basically Ben Simmons, CJ, three first round picks and three first round pick swaps. And that's like, no, we're not going to no. do yeah. that. That's and, not, and ben but there's Simmons a negotiation is, to be had there. Yes. And Ben you're Simmons the is offer holding them guy. hostage, by the way, yeah. um, because there are not a lot of teams willing to give up all that much to get Ben Simmons. And I think the Sixers are starting to live in that reality. Yeah. Well, and the problem is too, both guys, CJ and Ben Simmons aren't really doing much for their value right now. Absolutely. So that's where it becomes a little more interesting. But and I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't necessarily like it. But if there was a package that also included, you know, CJ and my guy Yusuf Nurkic, I I think you gotta do it. Not uh, not now. Like what are you gonna do? Because you're gonna start Zeller? I don't know. I don't I don't think that I, goes. I don't know what you do. I don't think I, that goes. Here's here's I, what I thought they should have done. They should have signed Resigned Cantor. No. Cantor's a bum. Bro. Cantor's a defensive bum. Defensive bum, but bro. He's, he's Mr. D- Mr. Double Double. 20 points, 10 rebounds every he's, game. He's pretty bad. He he's really bad at defense. I know that. He's un- our whole he's, team is bad at defense. He's Dame un- is not great at defense. He's unplayable at that position. So, for so when they needed rebounds the last There's year. There's a reason he's not playing basketball right now. Yeah. On a Celtics is. team that's not good. No, I, I understand that. But also. I, was, I I love him for the playoff run where we beat OKC. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. I will always love him for right. that. Yes. But there is and, a reason. And I thought that, I thought, uh, I mean, he held his own last year having a sub in for Nurk again when he was hurt. And, I know he's trash at he defense. he did pretty good. I mean, he got us there and brought us through stuff. But I, I genuinely, this is a Neil O'Shea issue, is you've left us with Cody Zeller. Like, yes, I understand if we're going to trade Nurk. If, I mean, and Blazer fans are like, why in the world would you do this? Also, I understand why Jameson's going here because we don't own Nurk past this year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you have to make a decision. And at some point, you got to go somewhere with something. Especially if it's you have to make the money work, yeah. you know. And we, but we own people will Dame take an CJ. expiring. Yeah. We, we own Dame and CJ. That's, that's it. Anybody else on this team is tradable. Um, Powell's got one more year after this, I believe, on his deal. Uh, then he's gone and he becomes a question mark next year. So you, you've got a roster that needs to be rebuilt um, and quick. Yeah. And to me, too, it, it wouldn't just be a Philly trade only. If you're getting Nurk in there, too, you're probably getting a third team involved. Yeah. Which means it's not like we're going to all of a sudden just be out a big man. There's whatever, sure. I, whatever I, happens. It's I just can't imagine starting Nance at the five. I just don't see that as a viable thing every night. I don't. I don't think we would. And that's that's where whatever that third team trade is would have to coming in. Would have to come in. So yeah, there's a lot of people doing the the trade machines out there right now. Well, I've heard uh, like PJ Washington's through, name getting tossed around, which uh, is another, which is an option. Yeah, you know, he's playing good basketball right now. He's on my fantasy team. Yeah. Um. But uh. uh yeah. There's a lot they need to do and get done. Uh, we're gonna keep rolling with the Oregon sports. Uh, the Timbers ooh, ooh, got ooh, it ooh, 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 done. Ooh, let's go. Uh, the I, I heard the announcers right before the game go. If the Timbers get one early, this game's over. And he said, and and I uh, and and I'm and I kind of listened to the analysis, and he goes, he goes, the the problem today for the Timbers is going to be scoring points because uh, Blanco was out with an injury. I saw Espria, that. They appealed, and he they his red card stuck, which is garbage we talked about that last week that shouldn't have happened uh he'll be back though for the championship game which is awesome perfect um and blanco there's a chance he plays uh this week as well excited for that but they said if they can get a point they can go in a full defensive mode this team is stocked at the midfield they are they're just gonna hold back and uh and absolutely not let uh, salt lake go on runs and dang it that's exactly what happened they got a easy goal. This they I'm watching this uh, quick progression happen. Uh, ball goes out to the side, comes back to the middle. Uh, there's kind of like really just a tap in, and the goalie kind of stretches out, taps it forward to one of the defenders to clear. Bro passes it sideways, deflects off a guy, and all of a sudden the Timbers got numbers and legs ready to roll and had the easiest goal that I've seen go in in a while. I mean, it was... It was also a really bad uh, read by the goalkeeper. Uh, he's standing in the middle of the box, and this slow roller basically just goes by him on the right. For whatever reason, he read left initially and just couldn't recover. Um, so it was a really bad read. He shouldn't have he shouldn't have put any weight towards his left foot, and he did. But uh, the Timbers end up uh, with a two nothing win. I uh, added a second one in the se- uh, second half. I think it was around the sixty first minute. Uh, and roll on. The cool part of that is they get to host yeah, they do. the MLS championship Dude, game. What are, the, what are the tickets at right now? So I'm this, curious. This, I looked the other this day. This is game time. So in Timbers Army, uh, 430 bucks. That's what I thought they were going to be. 
Um, which, course, which site are you on? Uh, this is is just, that Vivid? What site am I on? Yeah, which no, site? Uh, game time. Oh, you're on game time. Okay. Yeah, because I, I was looking up tickets and I, I sent them to our, our buddy Dwayne. Mm-hmm. And I and he was telling me he's a, a member of holder. a group that it's that does season ticket holders. His buddy's got a couple. I'm of guessing it. Pays I'm guessing it doesn't count for. For no, no, they get special pricing. Oh, they get yeah, special they pricing. Do. They get special pricing. And like, and like so, first first dibs, probably. Yes. Yeah, they get first dibs. Um, Dude, just... but it was it was sitting around 440 bucks. I imagine that's what it was going to be. That's pretty stinking cool, though. Uh, the Timbers come in as favorites to win that game. Uh, if you're not doing anything uh, Saturday it. afternoon in Oregon, you better be all about that. What? Uh, I'm going to try and get out and go watch that game uh, Saturday afternoon. I believe it's on ABC uh, is where that's at because I think ESPN's got the MLS championship and they're going to dual broadcast. Um, but uh, super pumped for the Timbers. This will be their second appearance in uh, the MLS Cup uh, championship. And uh, they previously beat uh, Columbus. Uh, back in the uh, 2014-15 season, or 2014 season, my bad. Uh, and uh, oh, yeah, am I getting that year wrong? I'm, hold on, I gotta do some math real quick. 13, 14. Oh no, it was it was 15. Yeah, it was 15. It was 15. My bad. Yeah, it was a sophomore. My bad. So 20, yeah, 2015. Um, I don't know why in the world I got that mess mixed up in my head, but uh, yeah, it'll be on ABC and ESPN. Yeah, is that noon? Yep. Pacific. Yeah, that's what I thought I saw. So super pumped for that. Watch that game. Uh, when you root, root for the Timbers. Uh, we're going to be, I, I, I'm going to be losing my mind excited. Uh, hoping, uh, hoping to hand out a whole bunch of hugs uh, to, uh, to a couple buddies uh, in, at the end of that one. It's, it's 90 minutes of stand on your feet and cross your fingers, pray, hopefully feel that excitement and uh, lose your mind. A kind of feeling, but uh, there's not a lot of uh, better communities in sports than the Timbers community, uh, and those. And hats off to all of the all the army that's going to be absolutely loud Honestly, and out I, of their stinking minds on Saturday. Oh, I want to go, but I uh, I'm not paying 440 bucks. I mean, that'd be like Merry Christmas I, times a thousand yeah. between my wife I, and I. So I it would it would be a huge deal. I did get. A Christmas bonus. I mean, I, I understand. I'm, oh. I, I'm, I, you know, just, just all the I mean, things. I, I don't want to be able to go by myself. Like, there's no way I'm paying. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to go stand next to some strangers. That's for dangerous. That, that will be so drunk. I could, I could probably, I could probably swing this. I'm just going to be honest, though. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, also, man, we, we have to, we have That's a right. Christmas party that night. And you got to try and make it back Dang for that. It. That traffic's going to suck to get Dang out of it. afterwards. Okay, fine. Uh, I'll just invite a bunch of friends anyway, over. When but, that game's I, over, you're going to have to explain it to me in Ted Lasso terms. So okay, I can sure. Understand what <laughs> sure, sure. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have a bunch uh, of friends. I think I've told this. Ball to the right, ball to the left, <laughs> over the top, header in. Yeah, I have a bunch, of, a bunch of friends from high school. I've been friends with them for <laughs> since middle school. Um, like they're, they're my best friends. They've gone to they go to like two or three games a year, but they go to games in Seattle so they can make fun of all the Sounders fans because they hate the Sounders, obviously. Um, and so they they refuse. Are you even going to this game? I doubt it because they're all poor. Yeah, well, yeah, they're all poor. Four hundred forty bucks is a lot. Yeah, for one person, I, I it's not. Know, it's not like two for four hundred. I know. I know probably half a dozen people that'll be there, Dwayne yeah. included. Yeah. No, I I'm probably I'll, I'm probably gonna invite them all over though. Yeah, and see if they want to come watch. But yeah, uh, but yeah, they fun. always go. I mean, they always 
They said it's, I always made fun of them in high school. I'm like, bro, you're driving four hours away to go watch when you could drive an hour. And they're like, you don't understand. It's so worth it to watch them be heartbroken. It's worth, it's worth staying in the hotel. It's worth driving four hours. It's so worth it. So they're really excited. Well, so. pump for Saturday. Pump to see what happens. Real quick uh, before we move Timbers. off the, uh, the Oregon sports talk, yeah. I was just scrolling through some, uh, NBA threads and apparently uh, Ben Simmons liked an Instagram post oh. by Bleacher Report that Confirmed. said Damian Lillard wants to play with Ben Confirmed. Simmons. Confirmed. So it's it's the Confirmed. classic Confirmed. NBA social media drama where they're <laughs> I don't like know how they find they're it. They're saying like, things but not saying things and like you know well, well it's, so, it's it, dude I mean, if you follow people it'll tell you no, like yeah, this will, person liked yeah but it's, it's, a lot. So, it's so crazy other players stuff yeah but yeah. it's just like so crazy how fast people notice they're like oh so and so just followed so and so like right. they just see it and then it's all over twitter instagram whatever yeah so and it becomes knows, news. maybe on top of all the other you know things that matt mentioned you know maybe that starts the rumblings we can only <laughs> hope because yeah, it's a disaster, it's a disaster, it's a disaster right now. But. Well, I want to jump to our stats of the week. Um, I'm going to go with with mine, and this goes back to our earlier discussion about uh, Mario Cristobal. Uh, we we mentioned his contract was eight years, uh, or sorry, eight million at uh, for ten years. So for a total of eighty million dollars, Miami's also paying his buyout. Which is nine million dollars from the University of Oregon. So, so essentially, they just paid a year of his salary and like mm-hmm. a, an extra year. They just also, yeah, <laughs> they also had to pay eight million dollars to buy out Manny Diaz. So they have already just so as of right pay, now because they had to pay Cristobal up front. So they had to pay like seventeen million dollars just to get a new coach, and 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 they had to pay his salary. So and, and the new coach's salary. So they just paid twenty five million dollars to get in Cristobal. one week to get Cristobal. Uh the entirety of this deal, they're going to end up paying almost one hundred million dollars for Mario Cristobal and this situation. I think I just realized I'm in the wrong business. College sports is so ludicrous it's just ridiculous i need it i i'm just saying it's it's nuts what's on top of that too one of the so you guys probably saw some of the lincoln riley stuff um he's got like 24 hour access to a private plane for yep. recruitment and for his family like it's literally just 24 he, all he has to do is call on his way to the airport and a pilot will meet him Give within me an PJ. hour and legit wow. he's gone like wherever he wants to go, he has to give one hour notice and he has a private plane access 24 hours a day. Um, he also uh, has in the, in the pack 12, will have the largest assistant coach uh, money pool, which is a huge thing when it comes to oh, it putting your staff together. Oh, it matters. The ducks previously had had the highest amount. Um, but uh, they, they, they gave Lincoln Riley apparently an extra 25% of what the ducks were giving Cristobal. Um, also, uh, it is rumored that Cristobal's new staff in Miami will have the largest, uh, uh coaching pool in the nation. He's going to be spending more dollars than Alabama does, which Alabama dollars ain't like nobody else's dollars. Yeah. I mean, period. So, uh, that is just, apparently they are now, um, but the U has spent a crazy chunk of money. We're we're literally looking at for coaching uh, staff and all the money they paid to Diaz uh, and the buyout and all that. They're talking 
forty million dollars. Oh my God. In coaching staff changes and salaries next year. <gasps> I mean, that being said, I wouldn't mind the U finally being like relevant again. I don't have any strong opinions about in, the U. Like, I don't hate that. We, we, they're irrelevant to us. They're in the ECC. Like, who cares? But I, I liked him to kind of be that, like, what the, yeah. the Seminoles were for a little while there. Oh, like, sure. Get, the, oh, and then when that there. rivalry was legit, like yeah. back in the 90s, dude, that was incredible. That was good stuff. I well, mean, they also when The some... Rock was playing against Emmett Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the weirdest sentences of all time. <laughs> not, not a whole lot weirder than uh, did it, did... Darren Williams is going to try and punch Frank Gore in the face <laughs> next week. <laughs> oh, is that next week? Uh, yeah, but this, Emmett yeah, Smith didn't have a rap career, so. <laughs> <That's fair. sighs> How much is a pay-per-view for the Frank Gore it, it, it's it's it, free on Dofu Sports. Yeah. <laughs> you just outed yourself what you use. You, I've outed myself already. I already my, have. No, it's cool. I no, already no, have. You never said what it was. Did I? No, what? you just said a certain app that we Well, all, you got to know how to spell it. So yeah. well, like, allegedly. You have to listen allegedly. to this far into the episode to get the gem. So <laughs> Yeah, you got you to listen an hour in to get that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, that's my stat of the week, though. $45 million for coaching salaries and uh, payoffs this well, year. Well, I was, I was telling Matt, I saw some some tweet that was like, this is going back, I guess, to LSU. LSU is paying Coach O like $9 million to not coach. Well, they paid him his salary plus $9 million. So he got $17 million <laughs> to this not year. coach. And he just had him over to Florida saying. <laughs> See dude, you later. Dude, like, is, is he you retiring? Keep, That's what I heard. I think so. I think he's retiring. Go he's for just it, going man. Down to Florida and chill. Go for it, man. But like seriously, seventeen million dollars to not do your job. Amen. That sounds beautiful. Sign, if sign we can up. talk to our boss Grant and be like, "Hey, seventeen million dollars, you'll never have to see me." Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, "No, <laughs> literally, no. I wouldn't pay you seventeen dollars <laughs> not yeah. see you again." <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know Jameson's got sad. Yeah, I've got a few. I don't know if you do, but I'll. Well, Mine no, was, he sold his. Or yeah, was that, was I saw, that one? But we were already on okay. topic with the Lions, so I yeah. threw mine yeah. out there. Uh, I got a, I got a few more quick ones on top of that, just because some absurdity yeah. happened. Uh, this is one of the first basketball stats we've had in a little while. But um, in case you weren't paying attention, the uh, there was a historic margin of victory over these past few days. Oh yes, there was in the NBA. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh, I forgot about that, dude. Yeah, the Grizzlies won by seventy three points. <laughs> 152 to 79 and it was literally they had with up under a minute left and this was one of the funniest headlines i i saw it was trey man puts the layup with the foul to cut the lead to 73 with 54 <laughs> seconds remaining <laughs> so they how they, big did the discrepancy get it was 73 points that so, was so no it was, it was oh, 76 at, then at, at one point it was yeah at one point they had legitimately doubled up their score mother dude oh no uh, so bad. that was the well, largest in, in, ever in dude, the history of and just the like NBA. think about they lost with 10 points less with 10 less points than the blazers scored a couple week, a couple days ago at 83 points yeah, no, I mean, the, <laughs> yeah, so crazy that I mean, and of course it was the Thunder. So the Thunder. Gonna, yeah, Thunder are the thunder. worst team out there doing nothing with a boatload of draft picks. Um, another one kind of takes us back to an ongoing theme we've had with uh, Trayvon Diggs this season. Um, so Trayvon Diggs got another pick, um, but despite his nine picks on the season, Trayvon Diggs leads the NFL in pass yards allowed with 861, oh my gosh. which is 123 more yards than the next highest player, 
He is also <laughs> tied for first in yards per reception allowed with 17.6 and second in the league in 15 plus yard completions allowed with 17 uh, with a minimum of 50 targets uh, per pro football focus. That is the definition of the Cowboys. So yeah. is that is legitimately a lot of flash, the definition not a lot of, of the substance. Cowboys. Yeah. That's so again, so we had crazy. the conversation like, okay, this guy is single handedly generating nine turnovers for you. Right. But he's going to get cooked and he's going to give up everything in coverage. Oh, my gosh. Uh So, uh, you know. But he's a ball hawk. <laughs> uh, and by the way, the Cowboys are kind of sliding a little bit here, so I can't say I'm upset. Bit, and then bit. my last one is just to uh, just to stunt with my boy Cooper Cup once more, as I usually do. He is the first player in NFL history with at least 100 catches and 10 receiving touchdowns in his team's first 12 I'm games sure, of a season. I'm sure you guys all saw he's him. He's also go- just shy of 14 hundred yards already did you did you guys see how like scientific when like whatever silent reporter yes. asked him what he saw he was like oh <laughs> yeah when, when the safety came down and we, we saw they weren't going to replace and do the the hitch i know all i had to do was just beat the uh beat safety to the end zone y- yeah yeah <laughs> like he just like super analytical about everything and it was like there's no way this espn analyst knows what the heck he's talking about <laughs> real real lunch pill guy yeah. yeah, you know, I didn't understand that the, the first, first and last out like the first the first sentence he said i was like i didn't know what the crud he just said and then like Okay, I'm following along now. Yeah, I, had, but, I was not expecting that. I almost dude, I was like, they're like he gave us the most like in depth answer dude. like of a receiver, and I thought it was kind of like sarcasm. No, it was. It was and then serious. I opened it up, and I was like, oh, so he's just talking like quarterbacks do when they don't realize they're talking nonsense to somebody yeah. who doesn't understand what's going on. Yeah, when you when when Aaron Rodgers is just like, yeah, you know, he was you got the Y, the X, and then you're in the uh, the two, three, four, because and most- then I called him over in, in emotion, so then you got the X, two, three, four, Y, and you're like. Okay, no, I got that. No, <laughs> like, most people just go like, "Oh yeah, we just saw the coverage. We uh, we, 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 we just knew that, that, that there's gonna be a double hey, spot in the field." You're talking to morons. <laughs> like, like literally, all, all most people say is, "Yeah, yep, I just uh, knew I just needed to beat my guy." And then by the way, they their defense was look, I just had to beat the safety in the yeah. end zone. Most and people then, just said that. And then yeah. under that video of of Cooper mm. Cup saying that was a clip of uh, Brett Favre talking about how he didn't know what a nickel or a dime was. Dude, like, yes, yeah. like all the way out to well, the like, left, tw- eight years into his career. Yeah. yeah. All the way out to the left, uh, here's John Madden, and all the way out to the right is Cooper Cup's answer. <laughs> yeah. I want to be somewhere in the middle of that. <laughs> so yeah. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing at John Madden quotes in my own head. Uh, not even gonna try. I and can do the hear voice. Madden's voice. Yeah, all the oh for the rest of my Which, life. By the way, I. I wish he would show up to something. I feel like oh. I, he's just disappeared. I know everybody's like, "Isn't he dead?" No, I, he's I not have to dead. Keep checking in, I'm like, "He's not dead." I, I feel like he died. No, nope, he no, nope. he's, he's not dead. He's, he's just, just living just off of his Madden checks, not talking into a microphone. Oh, those checks are yeah. probably huge. Gosh, I hope I hope somewhere he sits at home on Sundays with the biggest marker you've ever seen in your life in some like see through TV panel, the guy and he just sits there with a little with back in the day. Left and right, uh, Pat Summerall. I wish he passed away. Like in in my mind, they're just like hanging out on Sundays, like yeah, doing the games themselves (laughs) on the couch, (laughs) sitting there with a headset on, you know, talking it through. And uh, and John's got his his uh, his like Diet Coke sitting there (laughs) off to the left, and Pat's sitting there with like a little little coffee cup with green tea, (laughs) you know, just like doing the thing. I yeah, a hundred percent. I wish that was what what was going on, but. Nope, John Mann is just. I think. I think he lives in uh, the Tampa area. Yeah, that's where. Coach I remember to his to retire, iconic so. breakdown on the 
Thanksgiving and he's like describing how he's gonna cut the turkey. Yeah. And, and like and like yeah, no, he's no, like no, and I'm, gonna, no, I'm gonna start no, right no, here no. At, the, at the leg and I'm gonna I'm gonna go down here and then I'm gonna eat like we don't the, we don't get enough Frank Kelly or no Madden stuff anymore now that Madden has disappeared. Yeah. Sad day. Sad day. Well, they uh, speaking of uh, NFL stuff and all of our fun times watching those games uh, over the years, we wanted to dive into, we said last week, we're going to talk about the NFL playoff picture. And don't worry, people, for those of you that made it this long in, in here, um, Grant and I have not forgotten that the 49ers and Seahawks played. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. In a moment. We're going to talk about it, um, <laughs> but the uh, there's just a lot of other stuff that happened this week. I'm just it was a lot, mm-hmm. um, but the NFL playoff picture. We're going to start on the AFC side uh, right now. Uh, the Patriots with the win tonight uh, have taken the first uh, in in top nine seed at nine and four in the AFC East. They own the division. Uh, they own the conference. Uh, second right now is they have also not had a bye week. They got that coming up now. Um, the uh, second is the Titans, uh, still eight and four, uh, and uh, head of the AFC South. In third is the Ravens, eight and four, uh, in first in the North. Uh, the Chiefs are eight and four out one in the five West. Straight. Everybody I, was throwing them away at three and four, but they've now won five straight. If if you would have told no, me. If they you, have not played like they have not been like pretty wins. Yeah, no, no. I I Patrick have Patrick Holmes Mahomes not, on my fantasy team, and he is he's not. He's uh, not playing great, but they're winning. Mediocre. and that's what matters. That's what matters. Their the defense the has been legit. They're one of the top three scoring defenses over the past Got several that weeks. Pick six the other day, well, they have just yesterday. turned. I mean, turned the tables because I. I'm, they do it every Sorensen year. was the pick he, six on Sunday. He's yeah. been Mister. What are you doing was, out there? He was the main uh, ran one back. Time. Yep. Um, but uh, well, no, this they, is what they did in their Super Bowl better. run. They were it was an awful defense, yeah. um, and then they turned the corner and then won the Super Bowl. And the honey badger was like, "Listen, guys, I can't do this all by myself." And everybody's like, "Well, you oh, get Chris Jones true. back, and also well, that." Well, and Frank good. Frank Clark was literally robbing them blind because he was getting paid all this money and not doing a. Yeah. He had not recorded a single statistic for like the first three or four weeks. Not yeah. a tackle. I mean, they also sack, now have like nothing. the best center in football, and he's a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's other things going on. I mean, yeah, the uh, uh, but if you would have told me those four teams were going to be in first place uh, come week 14 in the NFL, I'd have been like, eh, sounds about right. Well, except the Bills, I would have, I would have, I would have thought the Bills, but I would, I also thought the Patriots were playoff teams. So I was like, eh, yeah, the Bills were my pick out of the AFC, and now I'm like, every week goes by, and I'm like, is it really the Patriots again? <laughs> you kidding? Well, good news is uh, the Chargers did get a win this week, which we were all Herbert excited for. Stacked the uh, statue, fully loaded. He dominated the Bengals. Uh, they get a forty-one twenty-two victory over the Bengals. The game was close at halftime. Take it, it wasn't at the end of the fourth quarter. No, <laughs> it was they not. Just it was, turned I think, on the gas. I, I think it was like thirty twenty-two at halftime. Yeah. I something like that. It was like a, it was like a the score. Chargers started off hot, and then the Bengals kind of. Kept in started it, started pulling in, and but then went scoreless in the second half. Yeah, yeah. It, the uh, but the Bengals fall down to uh, six. They were in fifth place last week. Uh, the Bills with the loss today dropped down to the last uh, playoff spot in the AFC. Uh, the Steelers are on the bubble at six five and one. The Colts uh, got on, a boys. dominant win uh, over the Texans. They Jonathan are Taylor another needs spot to be an MVP out. conversation. Oh that, my gosh! That's not that's not a hot take. That's legit. 
Yeah, um, I mean, he's probably in second place behind Cooper Cup hey, right now. Do you think Bill Belichick can win Coach of the Year and MVP? Uh, is that a thing that Be- they would love to do? <laughs> Belichick winning? Yeah, yeah. Could he win both? I mean, honestly, honestly, um, honestly, he should probably win Coach of the Year. Oh, right now, absolutely. He with should. a rookie quarterback, and he's gonna win. Well, we're gonna look at the schedule right now, actually. So let's let's they see how many teams the are going in the yeah. AFC, which is stupid. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, but let's take a look real quick at the schedules. Uh, I'm going to start with the bottom team that we just mentioned there in the playoff hunt, or sorry, second to last team, uh, the Steelers. We're going to start with them. Uh, this week, they are on, on Thursday night, they're playing the Vikings. Uh, they are at the Vikings. Uh, that, that should be a W for the Steelers, in my opinion. Um, I like, I like the Steelers in that game for a few reasons. Uh, one is that the Vikings are not good defensively, <laughs> um, and uh, the uh, the Steelers are still managing to to move the ball pretty decently well. Um, if you can slow down that pass game, which I think the Steelers definitely have the secondary TJ to do Watt it, Watt is a menace. Um, he is now leading the league in sacks. He had three and a half sacks. He's got what yeah. sixteen? He's got sacks sixteen sacks and, and, and sixteen tackles for back. loss. And what? And Mink is back. Yeah, so, he's back too. I mean, it, you, their defense is whole. I actually like them in this game for that reason. We've said many times it is hard to pick against the Steelers when TJ Watt's playing. Um, and he proved that yesterday. He is phenomenal. So I, I like that as a win. Then they are hosting, in my opinion, one of the toughest games uh, they got left here. Uh, They're hosting the Titans on the 19th. Uh, he's coming off IR. Julio be off. Him to do anything. Uh, yep, but he will. I mean, but, well, but he 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 might he probably get more volume because AJ Brown went on IR. Mm-hmm. So he might he might he'll probably he'll get, get some, more looks. Yeah, he'll but definitely Julio's also more. gone on IR, came off on IR, and then no, went yeah. back and yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, but when you have the, when your number one target is is out, they've uh, probably more looks. They're gonna be then uh, the the other game I would compare it to and say definite contender for toughest game on schedule. They well, man, this one actually probably is. I'm gonna take back what I just said. <laughs> I know you shouldn't do that, but I'm gonna take it back. Uh, they're because they're traveling to Kansas City yeah. on the day after Christmas. That's definitely the toughest game on schedule. Then they're hosting the Browns. Then they are traveling to Baltimore. This is the worst schedule of any of the teams remaining in the AFC. Uh, and I say that knowing what the Bills' schedule looks like. Uh, and one of the others as well. So that's going to be pretty interesting to watch uh, with the Steelers there. Uh, going to the Colts, who are also on the bubble. Uh, My Colts, dark horse, baby. Your dark horse is playing the Patriots on a Saturday game this next week. At 520, they are, they are hosting oh, yep. the Patriots. We're into Saturday night football. Yep. So we, from the 18th on, there will be a Saturday night game for the remaining four weeks this of the season. This might be a hot take considering what we just watched. But I feel like if there's an AFC team right now that is geared to match up with the Patriots. Oof. Well, okay. I'm going to, I need to correct myself. Wait, say that again. Eight, so hold on. Before we do that, the 18th is actually when they're playing that game. Okay. I forgot. There's five weeks left. Uh, the Colts are weeks. on, uh, the Colts are on bye right now. So then they get, they get to host the Patriots after a bye. If there's any time to host the Patriots, it's after a bye. Uh, so I, I, that's going to be the game of the week. I in my opinion, you, Frank Reich has loved that, that game. Oh, all year, all year. Yeah. They then though have to on Christmas day travel to Arizona. Uh, don't love that game. Uh, they then are hosting the Raiders and then travel to the Jaguars. I think they got the two wins at the end. Mm-hmm. 
then the question becomes, is nine and eight going to be enough in the AFC? That could be a tough sell. So they've yeah. got to win one of those two tough ones. I think they win three out of their last four and they're in. Yeah. I think I, I cause Colts? I, yeah, I think Colts are in. I don't think the Steelers, the Steelers have five games left. I think the Steelers, I don't think have the Steelers a can win more than uh, I, more than three. I think they're capped at one. Honestly, I like the Colts way better I, as a team than I like. I, I, have I, not I like them at two. Steelers. I, I like, I like them at two. They're also, I mean, I mean, their quarterback plays better. Colts running back plays better. Mm-hmm. O line plays better. Um, yeah, let's not sleep on Wentz's year. And, and don't get me wrong, the defense for the Colts just played lights out against a really cruddy Texas uh, Texans sure. team, and I stupidly didn't start them. But but but, but, the, but the defense is still a decent defense. I mean, yeah, they've yes, kind of yeah. been a little up and down, but still a solid. And, but but I say defense. that and say that the Steelers' defense, as we just mentioned, is amazing. Uh, when you go back to the Steelers' uh, schedule, though. Uh, the Vikings, I think, should be a win, and the Browns should be a win, but they'd have to take one from either the Titans, Steelers, or I'm sorry, the Titans, Chiefs, or Ravens. I just don't see that that's likely at this moment. I Obviously, the Titans probably being the most gettable of those three, yeah. um, uh, in particular because they'll be playing at home against them and away against both the Chiefs and the Ravens. Um, so, I, they, but they're going to have to win. If they win three... I think th- that's what it would take to get, uh, to keep the Colts out. So, uh, because they do have the tie, remember that doesn't count as a loss. So they got a game up yep. on uh, on the Colts uh, in that regard. They got one less loss than them. That's an interesting one to watch. Next one on the list is the Bengals. Uh, the uh, the what Bengals this week this year, which we need to look this up. I don't know the status of Joe Burrow at the moment. Uh, Joe Burrow suffered an injury oh, to his pinky uh, finger. Yeah, his hand was like a little uh, fat. Yeah, he got pulled. They were getting beat down anyway, so uh, they took him out. It is on his throwing hand. Yep. Um, usually, that means a week out for a quarterback, but this team is in the playoff Desperate. hunt, and they are hosting the 49ers next Sunday afternoon, uh, who is also a team in need of a win and will have many players back. back. They will have Debo back. They will have Warner back at middle linebacker. They will likely, well, they have to have D Ford on the active rosters next week because they activated him. Yeah. Um. So, and it sounds like D is going to be back rushing the passer. Um. So they're going to get Maurice Hurst, another role player for them. Uh, a few others. Fortinaires have got to figure out what they're doing at corner though because Emmanuel Mosley is gone. Uh, high ankle sprain. Uh, won't see him until the playoffs. Okay. Big so game for on, both teams. On, Big game on uh, Joe Burrow injury. Um. Zach Taylor, head coach, had a few things to say. It's a dislocated finger, Ooh, throwing hand. Not said, good. Said Bengal, the Bengals are probably going to limit him early this in the week, but the expectations that he will be ready to go. Uh, dislocations are very bad. It could be and worse, no, some, though. Some, I mean, could, because... If, it, if it's the peaky, okay, because think about it, some dislocations, they just got to pop it back in, and then you're back, yes, back to go. Then you're, then you're, then you are pay, playing through pain. Yeah, um, they're, yeah, they're going to, they're going to limit Cortisone him early this week. on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, they're going to limit him early this week. It yeah, says it'll be interesting. I mean, probably going to really preserve him for the game because they yeah. probably He's really, go through his 19 hours a day of is, physical therapy like yeah, Russ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this is do or no die. rehabs like Russ. <laughs> no Don't one rehabs. Russ. Don't put. Wait, how, would, how would you know Russ has only rehabbed once? He he had a really bad MCL <laughs> sprain. Yeah, but then he came back and lost. So. <laughs> like four games. <laughs> then he yeah, and looked horrendous. Uh, no, but he he did have he had an MCL sprain in the 2016 season. Right. That bugged him all year and was up all throughout the night, did the same kind of stuff. Yeah. 
Well, the the Bengals are going to be hosting the 49ers. They're then traveling to Denver. Don't like either of those Denver's games. defense is good. They are then... Especially Mile High Stadium. This is not a joke, guys. They are then hosting the Ravens. They are then hosting the Chiefs. Then they're oh. traveling to the Browns. <laughs> this is a gauntlet. I mean, just gauntlet. straight up. You are playing good defenses, Dude. teams that are hot. I'm just saying they dude, might not win any of these games. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it, straight up, I think, pick them. Beat, I think they might beat the Browns. And I, despite the Broncos defense being good, I don't think they have the Broncos are gettable. output. That's true. Um, but still, but, like, but they're at mile with, high. They're at yeah. mile high. So wait, I, I know you probably said up. I was looking up at the schedules. Is the Bengals game in San Fran or is it in? It's in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. It, it starts with Cincinnati. that game, though. If they don't win but that game, they how, are... How, how, the 49ers are, are better on the road than they are at home. Well, I was, yeah. well, was going to ask, how, how are the Niners in the 10 a.m. window? Uh, they are not in the 10 a.m. window. Actually, actually oh, okay. it's a 105 out. game. Yeah, they, it no, it's 125. They flexed oh, it out. They flex 125. It. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. So that might change things that, a little bit. Because for be, some reason, some teams really struggle. But I, I honestly, and, and I'll give a synopsis here in a moment because we need to do uh, the bill schedule. Um the uh, uh, that that is really difficult. Well, the Bills and uh, sorry, need you the Bills and the Chargers, but they they may have the toughest road uh, to the playoffs. Uh, the Bills, really quick. Uh, speaking of tough roads, the Bills are traveling to Tom Brady this week. Um, R.I.P. As Tom Brady historically owns the Bills, the Bills. he owns the Bills. Uh, and he, he literally kind of, owns the they, city of Buffalo. Just, the Bills just played the next Tom Brady. I. <laughs> and got walloped by the guy who coaches well, dude, him. I, I, saw, I saw the other day, Mac Jones has better stats through his first however many career games Mac Jones has played. He has better uh, stats than team, Brady did in his first. Did Brady ever go two for three for 19 yards? <laughs> yeah. Probably not, but. Um, the, uh, the Bills are then hosting the Panthers. That's a W. Yeah. Uh, the Bills are then traveling to the Patriots. That's probably an L. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, I if play the Patriots twice in three weeks. That sucks. Uh, yeah, the uh, and then they're hosting the Falcons. That's a W hosting the Jets. So they get some reprieve there. They're going to win. It looks like three out of their no, last no, the Titan, five. The Titans lost to the Jets and the Texans. The Titans did two of their yes. four losses came to arguably the two two it's bottom. Just what you do. I mean, you just lose to garbage yeah. teams and beat good ones. I mean, yep. whatever. Yeah, I mean, um, my dark horse Falcons pick. I need them to win that game against the Bills. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, bro. That's probably that's not, not going to happen. happen. No, not not in Buffalo in January. No, Matt Ryan. Uh, no. Matt Ryan played in Northeast in college, but it's been a minute. Um, no, I, I like the Bills to to get three out of those five. And I think that the Bills may be our other playoff team. Uh, so uh, kicking out to the Chargers real fast. Uh, they are hosting the Giants. That's a W. They are hosting the Chiefs. That is mm. a very good game is what that is. Uh, the, remember, Justin Herbert against Mahomes is a great matchup. Um, and everybody night, should circle time. that. Finally, watch a that. good Thursday night I can game. tell you what we're doing that night. Um, what, we're watching that game. That? that is Thursday the 16th. Oh no! Don't you give me bad news. I'm not going to be there. Oh, so, you. Oh, but, we're talking about this later then. Yeah, sorry. Um, the uh, they are traveling to the Texans, w. hosting the Broncos, and traveling to the Raiders. They're going to beat the Raiders, Texans, Giants, Giants for sure. The Raiders beat the Raiders. Okay. Um, I I I, th- I think those foot. are lock picks for me. The Broncos uh, should be a win as well. Uh, and that Chiefs game is a toss up. Um, it is. It's at home. 
Uh, and, and not that the Chiefs fans aren't going to travel well to SoFi, but um, I just, I, I think this is the easiest path to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, my only concern with the Chargers is since their bye week, here's how their games have gone. Loss, win, loss, win, loss, win. You have to string something together here. And it it looks like it might. I mean, they just beat the Bengals. are going to beat the Giants. I think they're going to win those last three. Texans, Broncos, Raiders. Okay. Um, I still wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Chiefs, though. But the Chiefs right now are getting hot. Uh, they had played a really good game to start the season. Mm-hmm. Um, that's to me, that's the toughie, but, um, oh, for sure. For sure. I, I would like to see uh, any chiefs game on your schedule is probably the tough one. right? Yeah. Now. I, I would really like to see the, uh, the chargers do their thing. Cause they were kind of my like Rams AFC, like equivalent where I just like watching them. Obviously they're LA, they share SoFi and all that, but so as a reminder, you got three teams in the five, six, seven that, uh, being the chargers then the Bengals and the bills. Uh, that are in the driver's seats for those spots. I think that we just said the Chargers have the easiest road. Let's go ahead and give them the five. Okay. That makes sense. I think we can find some agreement there. Um, the, the six is the Bengals. I think they're out. I don't know that they're going to win another game. So I'm calling them out. Uh, the the Bills are likely going to take at least three. I think that could that could put them in the six. The Steelers have the second hardest road to the playoffs. They are the first team on the bubble at the eight. Um, Which means means I think the Dark Horse Colts Colts. take number seven spot when you look at games that are winnable right now. Uh, So we're going to call at this moment. We're going to I'm going to go all in on Chargers, Bills, then the Colts as my five, six, seven in the AFC. By the way, uh, if things were to hold there in Kansas City. Well, I don't think Kansas City ends up being the four seed. But right now, then we would also have Kansas City Chargers first round of the playoffs. Mm. Which we last week had our would you rather talking about Herbert, Pat Mahomes, next 10 years. These are oh, obviously be a lot of fun. These are the two guys of the future uh, at the position for many, many years to come. I th- the I Ravens th- are going to drop down. The, I think the Titans are going to drop down. I legitimately think that Mahomes, the Mahomes, uh, Herbert is the next Brady Manning. Rivalry. I don't. I don't disagree. I, well, and, and maybe there's even lot. more weight because of the because of the same division. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But by the way, that that means if you're looking at matchups, Patriots, Colts, round one. Well, they would get the bye. Uh, sorry. Patriots uh, bye. Yeah, Patriots would get the bye. Sorry, Titans, Colts, yeah. round one. So you get divisional, divisional game. And, that could, and wait, and Derrick Henry could be back in January. As we're saying, uh, would love this matchup: Ravens, Bills. And then that I think would, the Bills would steamroll. I I don't think the Ravens are. I, w- I would are love the game. I, w- right I, I, th- I, I, I would I would sign up for game. that game absolutely. Yeah, and then but. and then Chiefs Chargers. So you get two divisional matchups if that predictor uh, holds. Yeah. I personally um, think the Chiefs would probably take the second seed, and that would mean a possible uh, Pats playing the Bills in the second round. Um. Mm. Just because of uh, uh, over under five passes thrown in that game for Mac Jones. (laughs) Well, um, and I'm going to apologize to Grant because uh, for time consideration today, I want to actually go ahead and move the NFC to next week. But I do want to give standings right now. 
Um, Grant was going to do a little updating on schedules for us there. Um, right now, as it sits, guess who's still in first place in the NFC? Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals. First team uh, in double-digit wins. Yep. The Packers are 9-3, and three, just coming off a fresh bye week. Um, man, uh, they are, they're in a great spot. I, I don't know if I'd, I'd feel more comfortable than where the Packers are right now knowing that your entire division is a dumpster fire and you get to play each of those teams once more. Yep. Um they they may win out. So guys. what? That's 11. That's right there that's 11 wins. They could they get they could get to 14. I mean, I honestly they've they've 14 got 14 and 3 is probably 14 and cards. 3. Like it, it it legit's in the cards. They or three I think 14 3 13 4. But that's around where we had them. Well, yeah. It, so it just, 13 just, 4 I think it was my pick at the well, beginning. And of it year. just depends if the Cardinal if the Cardinals continue they may rest that last week if their spots not going to change. The yeah. Cardinals lock up their spot. Yeah, so they I mean, could, I don't want to. I don't want to look too far ahead at their schedule, but they're they do have some winnable games yeah. and some tough ones. And in there. Uh, we play them uh, next week. Tom Brady's so. exactly where he wants to be. Third place. Uh, he's exactly where he wants to be. Um, and uh, the that means we're not thinking about him. Nobody's all worried. They're all, we got to get our wins in and get to the playoffs. Um, and he's just like, cool kids, cool, have fun. Um, but uh, the Cowboys are leading the NFC East at eight and four. Uh, Rams eight and four. Rams are eight and four. Got the win over the Jaguars. Uh, Washington. Wait, what? Washington <laughs> won a, a, a game this week. Okay, so I good saw, win. Good Heineke. win. Heineke yeah. the goat. But also. Been back to back games. The Washington football team has won games this with a score seventeen to fifteen. Yeah, uh, back to back games. That's the first time it's happened since two thousand sixteen that yeah. there have been scores in back to back games seventeen to fifteen. The well, and, and they're playing great out of the bye. Yeah, out of, out of their bye, like we were kind of like, all right, well, there's this defense ain't doing good. We're kind of giving up on them, and then out of the bye, they've. I think they're undefeated out of the bye. By the way, because they uh, beat they they beat the Bucks. Signed their kicker this week too. That dude that hit the game winner on the last drive uh, for the Redskins. They signed, oh yeah, they signed him this week and uh, came in and did nothing but you know drill the GW uh, and uh, and take home that win for them. Uh, Niners uh, get lost. The Seahawks uh, drop to six and six. Uh, they uh, are still holding the seven. Uh, they're a game up on the Eagles, uh, who got a important win over the Jets. The goat, Gardner Minshew, the return been, of the king. I've been telling you guys, Gardner that Minshew, dude should be starting somewhere. Big Ben's going to be done. They have the talks about him retiring internally. They've had that conversation. Dude, I, Gardner, Gardner, Gardner Minshew went the, 12 of 13, like 186 yards, two touchdowns. In the first quarter. And a, and a perfect passer rating in the yeah. first quarter. That is ridiculous. The you goat. knew that that's what they were going to do, though, because that's, he is a gunslinger. That's yeah. what he does. Do you guys- now, now, I got to say this, though. He has a whole lot of Fitz magic in him. Yeah, he'll this show for a game. Gardner is. He'll I show for it. a game and then fumble the ball three times. And, and I don't think he should ever be allowed on a football field without a handlebar mustache. Absolutely. Um, Post game is wearing that bomber jacket <laughs> with the aviators like... <laughs> In his collar and All then the handlebars. Magic he stealing, was, uh, who's I forget the wide receiver that he got that jacket from Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun. It was a Deshaun. Yeah. yeah, that was so he, funny. He he grew up in the wrong in the wrong decade. Oh yeah, Gardner Minshew, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, the he's a top gun. Believe it or not, the Vikings and the Panthers still sitting out there, and, and the Falcons, Falcons at five and, and seven, Saints. and the Saints. They're all. Um, that's a cluster down it's, there. It's just a crazy cluster. Uh, but you got to you, you got to think. Realistically, Don't the Eagles the and the now. Niners are going to fight it okay. out. 
The Lions uh, are not no eliminated. one is statistically. <laughs> we talked about this earlier. No one other than the Houston Texans in the NFL has been statistically eliminated from the playoffs yet. Lions um, going historic. The they're, they're getting hot the right one, time of the season. <laughs> they're going to run the table. <laughs> Jared Goff. Uh, the, 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 well, the the Niners in Washington would need to not win another game. <laughs> I think for this I to think happen. Pretty much so. every other team ahead of them would have uh, to lose every game. Yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty silly what it have Do to you believe in miracles? I I don't believe in that miracle. <laughs> um, Do you believe in God, Matt? <laughs> I do, and I don't think he cares that much about football. I, I want the Lions to lose because I That's just want why the Lions to be suck. one eleven and one. I just uh, I really want that one one and one all the ones. Yeah, one 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 one. Well, the uh, that's the playoff picture uh, as it stands right now. We'll break down the schedule for the NFC West and the or, I mean NFC dude, and the remaining teams. To me, the NFC is so week. much more up in the air than Aside the, from the AFC. top five teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like all these like five and these like six and six, these six and sevens, like all of these seven lost teams. Yeah. Like there's a lot of them that aren't great, but their schedules yeah. are in an okay shape that potentially we could see some of these teams make the playoffs that definitely shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think right now, unlike the AFC where the order can probably change and probably will change. Um, I think right now it's probably still going to be Cardinals, Packers, Bucks, Cowboys, Rams one through five in that order. It's, it's the it's, last two. It's the last two. It's the last two that, yeah, and, like, and, dude, and it's, it's going to be a chase for for sure. I mean, you know, the there's a lot of question marks. Do uh, does Washington have enough offense uh, to make the playoffs? Do, do can the 49ers stay healthy enough to make the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, can can the Eagles get the past Falcons. very poor coaching decisions and uh, trouble with their line? To get in, I don't like the Eagles to make it because they don't I'm have also, a great line. I know yeah. this is definitely um, some, and both Washington and the 49ers have great lines on both sides of the ball. There's there's some interesting things too of like how if the Seahawks can just play spoiler on because we still have to play the Cardinals and Rams again. Mm-hmm. How however we we if we can hand a loss to these guys, what that does to you guys potentially yeah. in terms of stuff like there's there's it, some and also the oh I was I did want to say this the Washington has only. The rest of their schedule is all division games. Mm. They've only played the Giants once. They beat the Giants. The rest of their games are divisional games. They haven't played the Cowboys yet. They have not played the Eagles yet. Oh wow! So you got, yeah, you got some really decisive stuff coming. Yeah, um, that, I mean, that's five games in a row against the division. That it's, does it, not happen it's like, ever much, anymore like, here, in the I'm, NFL. I'm just gonna read this one because I have it right here. Yeah, go for go it. Go for it. Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. <laughs> Yeah, that's their. That season. is horrible scheduling. Yep. Yeah, like but, that's really bad. But Don't get me wrong. I hate that's it when why the Forty ers were playing the Bengals last game of the year. Yeah, but, uh, it was the last year, like, year before. That just shows how much there's so much still in flux in this NFC. That's just crazy. Yeah, because now all of a sudden it's like the oh, NFC the Eagles take those. flip on its head. Whoop. Now the, the Eagles, Eagles are there. If, but if but if the, if the Reds, legitimately if the Washington win can those, win that division, I mean, legitimately they're they're playing some of the better ball in the division. Yeah. I mean, but and and if the Eagles, you know, just decide to start Gardner Minshew and light that fire for a few weeks, who knows? Dude, yeah. There's so saying. there's so much still. Yeah. It it'll be man, it's just really compelling. I, I'm I'll be excited to see what happens this weekend. I think the thing I'm most take another look at it next still week. The one and the five. Just because I don't think we're gonna catch Arizona. Yeah. And unless they collapse They'll probably keep the one. Well, I think the Cowboys are the gettable one. The Cowboys are the yeah. division leaders because the NFC South is not good uh, outside of the Bucks. Um, and in uh, in real, the West is pretty decided. I think at this point, uh, Arizona's got it locked. Uh, you know, so when you're looking at that, 
<laughs> yeah, you have two yeah. playoff teams that are either already like Washington football team. They're already there. Eagles are in the bubble of that. And you well, still the North have, is locked too. And you still have those Cowboys are going to play both of those teams mm-hmm. to finish off the season. Yeah. So. Oh, it's crazy. It's going to come down to the wire uh, there in the NFC. And, and obviously we went through the, all the stuff that could happen in the AFC. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep checking in on it every week, but next week we'll do a little deeper dive on the schedules yeah. uh, for the NFC teams and their four remaining games uh, that'll get them there. Um, wanted to make sure that we mentioned uh, the atrocity of football that was the 49ers Seahawks games. You want to talk about bad games? Uh, total of seven turnovers. This was a yeah. win-win for me. Um, it was a it was seven turnovers. Uh, I'm gonna say it now. Just ugly football. I'm gonna say this now. Well, the game had everything. Like there were special teams plays. There was like defensive plays. The Seahawks still haven't played a normal football game. Nope. No. For as long nope. as that I was can remember. Weird. That it was, was a weird, weird. game. Um. For me, it was definitely the most entertaining Seahawks game that I've seen because I haven't got to see a whole lot of them. Like, and the ones that I have seen, I've just been like, I watched the abysmal Packers one. I went to the Monday Night Football one against the Saints. I think the Rams game was actually kind of interesting. That one was, I, I also couldn't watch Cause that because like, I was okay, doing my- Gino is like driving yeah. to maybe win the game. <laughs> like, and throws yeah. a pick in the end. Yep. But like, uh, I'm going to say now, Matt, I don't like watching football games with you because you get super into it from which is fine. But- I get really into it. My get, team does some dumb things. And it usually happens against the Seahawks. Very dumb things. Like, I've, we've never watched a game together where the Niners have won. All the games that That's we That's so have, true. We watched the game together uh, where, what was it? Hostetler got hit at the, at the line. No, we didn't watch that one. Uh, you didn't watch that with me? No, we watched the one earlier that season where Jason Myers, when there was all the missed field goals in overtime and won that. That was at Southpaws. You were there too. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. When we didn't watch that one. I was I was at Southpaws for the Greenlaw when, when Greenlaw hit him. No, nope, I wasn't there. For that oh, one. I thought you were. No, but like, so so it's always memory. been Matt gets super upset and I'm like excited, but then Matt's screaming at the TV and I'm just like, go Hawks. Heck yeah. And Matt's like, are you kidding me? Are you, Garoppolo, what are you doing? Well, there was two passes that he threw that were really bad. Oh, it was so bad. And and I and, and it's you were, you're fortunate that you're not there to see me get very angry at what was one of the worst no calls I've ever witnessed in my life. I didn't lose. You guys lost the game earlier. The okay, you guys. So did, you're gonna shut up for two seconds. Okay, we'll and I'm gonna finish guy. my sentence. Yep. And I'm going to say that whatever his first name is, Jones, Sydney, literally Sydney. did not take his hands off of Sherfield in the end zone. And held one of his arms down while he was trying to make a catch, which is the definition of take your pick, holding, holding pass or pass interference. interference in the NFL. Penalize him 20 yards. And I, I saw, I can't tell you how many Twitter posts and Instagram posts <laughs> and Facebook posts uh, across the board from writers and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, all your social media personalities who are like, what the crud? was this because that would have given the 49ers first down uh, with, I believe it was tw- uh, 18 seconds left. something like at 21 seconds left um, and put the ball at the one, uh, you know, I mean, it's a walk in at that point for, for running back. Um, and uh, genuinely, like it was just a horrible, horrible uh, way to end a football I game. I for one, I'm shocked that the officials missed I, I mean, call. don't get I'm me not, wrong. The, the NFL shocked. has been doing it all year, but like, dude, that was 
bad. I mean, it wasn't like it, it wasn't a certain, you know, Saints game in the playoffs bad, but it was bad. Um, I don't I don't recall. Yeah. You oh, don't yeah. recall? Yeah. I don't recall. Very this convenient. One. <laughs> so I, I and 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 don't get me wrong, you you do a lot of a lot of things wrong to get there. Travis Benjamin fumble was absolutely awful. Talk about a momentum swing on a kickoff. Dude drops the ball on the ground. That's the why he hasn't been playing, by the, the way. Half. Uh yeah. Fake punt that goes like seventy three yards. Seventy three yards because you didn't flex out of uh your your fake block. Um, the teams clearly have you tagged on and you better never do ever again. Um, you know, and, and Garoppolo again, did throw two really bad picks. The 49ers defense played a really good game. Uh, overall talk about putting them in horrible positions, made a couple stands on their own side of the, the ball. And then in there the was second the weird, half, there was a weird pick where Gerald Everett kicked it into <sighs> the air. Dude, a double had- agent. Former Ram going and then to he Seattle. fumbled the ball of the goal no, line on a run also, play. I know, dude. He, he fumbled lived, it twi- twice. He's the reason the three turnovers yeah. that the Seahawks had is because of him. Yeah. He fumbled it twice and then kicked the ball into the air. Uh, I mean, it was which it, is infuriating because Joe Leverett's been one of our bright spots. Joe our- Leverett's still beating the Seahawks. The new stone <laughs> hands of the Seahawks. Um, <laughs> but the it was it was just it, it was very that that for me was a very frustrating game to oh, watch sure. because it was genuinely you're just doing this to yourself. Um, you know, when, when you watch uh, the majority of those drives and you go back, I watched the game in short form again, watch the 30 oh, minute YouTube. version of it. I, I have it on uh Sunday ticket. So oh, yeah, I just yeah. did the recap and I watch every play and I'm like, okay, we're moving the ball. Okay. We're moving the ball. Okay. We're in- what the crud is he doing? Um, you know, and it was just, it was one of those games. Um, yes, you don't put it in the ref's hands. Always agree with that. Also, one of the more tic tac calls I've ever seen on offensive holding the the announcers blew up on Lakin Tomlinson also on that same drive in the fourth quarter, uh, and uh, and they're like, how is that? And the the announcer goes, he literally goes, how? That's not holding. He's like, I don't know what that is, but that's not holding. And he goes, that's beyond tic tac. And you know he called that out. So that's that's just really frustrating to see that kind of stuff happen at the end of the game. Um no, that said, agree. I mean, you know, the Seahawks didn't make the most of all their chances. They didn't. No, I mean, again, they got well, stopped. Well, so I mean, yeah, it was an interesting trying to score <clears throat> twice. Yeah, there it was very interesting cuz there was obviously the after Travis Benjamin uh fumbled it, we had the ball in great field position, moved yeah. it up to like the 3-yard line, third and goal. Russ throws it to Gerald Everett, that weird interception. The but then yeah. that sets up the safety of Carlos Dunlap. Right. So right. then that kind of worked out. I mean, in that way, um, when you, when, again, when you can, again, the thing we talked about before is like, if you can score points without your offense, mm-hmm. I mean, so, yeah. so like and, that, that was great. And the 49ers also, Robbie Gould missed an extra point in this game. Uh, yep. Another weird thing that happened. It was every weird thing that could happen in football happened in one game. Uh, and, so the 49ers and, and just, give up a total of 10 points on special teams, defensive turnover. Yeah. Um, and that becomes the difference in the game. A hundred percent unanswered. And, it, yep. and at some point, somebody had to win that football game. And yep. when the 49ers not decided not to go over the 50 yard line till under two minutes left in the fourth quarter in the second half, uh, that's on them. It was so um, funny. It was just this dumbest I was, thing. So I had to leave early. Around five minutes left in the fourth, and uh, I'm watching it on my phone. I'm at the store getting some stuff, and we get the ball that with like three minutes left. We we, we get the first down to make it first and goal. I'm feeling, and I'm like, oh, that like that's that's won the game, you know, for the most part. And I was yep. like, yes, yeah, we, I was, we can. I was I getting was like, ready to turn the TV. I was off like, I was to, like, we can kick a field stuff. goal, go up two scores. They can't score. They can't. They can't do that. Um, if we go up two scores on them, and and then my wife, she was like, did they win? I'm like, 
uh, pretty much unless something disastrous happens. And then Gerald Everett, that's, <laughs> that's literally funny. what I said. That's unless something disastrous <laughs> happens. And I'm in line um, at the checkout stand. And then I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. And Chris's like, what? And I'm like, something disastrous yeah. just happened. And, and, I, and then I was so, oh, I was so upset. I was like, you kidding me? I don't want this game to go into overtime. I don't need another overtime Seahawks game. I lost hair. I've lost years off my life. I don't need this. And, and, and I will say, as a 49er fan, that that game was a, a pretty strong definition of what it's like to have been a fan as Jimmy Garoppolo has been our quarterback. Is, you know, he he can do so many things very well. Um, you know, and and I said this how many times while you're over to um, George Kittle comes across the middle. Jimmy throws him a four yard ball and then he runs game. for 20 you know, plus yards. Like it happened three different times in the game. Um, Jimmy is very good at finding the open spots in offense and Kyle creates these plays where Jimmy doesn't have to throw the ball far and you create the opportunity for the yak. It's because you have a receiver running opposite of where the safeties are going and things like that. So all he's got to do is beat one guy. No, no one guy is out there uh, tackling George Kittle or Devo Samuel like that. Just is not happening. Um, And uh, and when you have both those guys going, it's great. Jimmy just doesn't have to do a ton. And when you get him moving outside the hash or outside the blocks, he's great. And and he he he's very accurate. But when you have him stand there as a passer and he overthrows George Kittle um, at the peak of his jump in the middle in double coverage, when, by the way, he had Sherfield out on the left with no safety on him, like that stuff is so infuriating. And I think it just showed again on Sunday um, for those of you wondering why the 49ers drafted Trey Lance when they're in the playoffs with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback, or playoff hunt with Jimmy Garoppolo as quarterback, this is why. Yep. He, he gets you so far, and then he disappoints you. And, uh, and, and I'll give my buddy Mike, has been, that we mentioned earlier on the show and has, has been a, a part of one of our segments here, um, Mike says this all the time. He's like, look, he's good, not great. He's 20 for 28. He's not going to get us wins. He's going to manage us to some victories, uh, but it's going to be because of your playmakers. And, you know, I, I think uh, I would have loved as a 49er fan would have loved to have Debo this week and yeah. Warner literally. The, I mean, but I will say, I mean, George Kittle carried the I mean, 181 oh, he, yards. No, he in which we haven't asked him to do. We saw a crazy stat. That was George Kittle's first two touchdown game of his career. All right. Proven trash. He's We're not like, going to football. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is how is we the guy that everybody's like saying, this is the best tight end in football? Yeah, we were, like we, we just saw that coming yeah, out we again were all this saying, week. Wow, he hasn't scored two touchdowns in a game. How? He's not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah Levi's over at the house. He's like, cares oh, about he's t- terrible at football. Who cares about the twenty plus yeah. one one touchdown it was, games? But yeah, it was nuts though. Um, I mean, the game was just so. It was a weird game. It was a weird game. I mean, I was definitely excited. I was honestly, game. it was because I was excited when. George Kittle broke free for that touchdown with like two minutes left. I'm like, oh, you gave us so much time. You didn't have to milk the clock because we were able to go and tie up the game or be behind by two Which points. Which is just weird because our defense is, has been standing up. And I'm like, I, when you said that as you're sitting in my house, I'm like, what, why nope. does he think it's automatic they're going to go down and score? Like that's, that's Russ, kind of ridiculous. And Russ, we trust. Oh, Russ owns you guys. At four and what? Eight. Oh, there you go. Um, you wait. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm good. I don't have to play you guys again Imagine- this year. Imagine getting swept by the 2021 Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Some things never if, change. If we make the playoffs, I wouldn't, I can't, I no, just was, won't care. That, that's what, that, that's <laughs> like, so, literally, if we make the playoffs, so I won't care. My, uh, my boss's daughter 
texted me um because she talks she's an Niner fan she talks she talks trash she doesn't All know what she's time. talking she about she has no idea but anyway uh she uh I, I posted some meme and it was like the the meme of like the muscular dog and like the really tiny dog and it was like the, the seahawks yeah. against the niners the musk the muscles then the seahawks against any other team and it's a small <laughs> tiny dog and i posted that and then she was like imagine winning the game because of the refs and then i said imagine getting swept by the, the 2021 seattle seahawks yeah. Well, and she's wrong that in again and and I wasn't going to go wrong into, when she talks about football. I was going to go into semantics. But um yeah, it, it, she's not wrong about two things that happened in the fourth quarter, but other than that, um it's on you. So, uh you know, the 49ers move on. They'll get whole this week and we already mentioned our, our traveling Debo's to Cincinnati. Back. I think I think they're e- they not easily, but they're going to get that win in Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is worse than their record. Niners have to play the Rams again, right? At the end yeah. of the year. And the Cardinals. Yeah, play the Cardinals again, or have they? Uh, no, they're done. Cardinals, with the Cardinals? Are done. Yeah, they only well, have one division game left. Okay. Yeah. What was the record against the Cardinals? Was it one and one? No, we were zero and two. We lost by seven and fourteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they got Colt McCoy. Yeah. So did we. <laughs> so the uh, everyone I think <laughs> Colt McCoy. Everybody that played Colt. Oh wait, McCoy. no, no, the Panthers beat the Cardinals. Did they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With no, no, the no, Cam was, Newton. No, well, yeah, I'm back. With, and yeah, McCaffrey showed up for a week and then was like, nah, just kidding. Back to the IR. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to college bowl games next week. I think we're going to uh, wrap it up tonight. Uh, I did want to mention for that game, if you watched it, uh, just as a quick update, because we are quick enough in our news this week. Uh, if you watched the beginning of the 49ers uh, Seahawks game, you saw uh, Trent Cannon go down on just an awful, uh, awful yeah, hit. Brutal. He got, he got hit by his own guy. Uh, Tuafonga was coming on the backside of a, a special teams tackle, the opening kickoff, and uh, Cannon went down head first into his knee, thigh area, and you saw his neck bend back. Scary situation, was out on the field for a long time, delayed the start of the game uh, by about 20 minutes. He left the field in an ambulance. He has actually been discharged from the hospital. Uh, on his way home, back to Santa Clara, he is in concussion protocol. They actually expect him to be able to play again this year if he so desires. Yeah, uh, he I mean, was the kickoff that- returner for the 49ers and a special teams player, been a key contributor there most of his career. Uh, it was his fourth year in the league. So, Well, that just reminds me of the Dar- Daryl Taylor injury the yeah. Seahawks had where like, the ambulance came to my field and I was... And I know you were uh, like done yeah. for the season, maybe done career for all we oh, know. Oh yeah, and then they're they're okay. And I'm I'm, I'm glad yeah. they I'm glad the NFL is taking those precautions. And yeah, those ways. I mean it, he was moving around. You could see him moving his head, arms. moving his arms. Uh, he, Always a good he, sign. He talked. He has eyes wide open, all that good just, stuff that you want to see. You just can't still. take that stuff lightly. You no. can't. It's always a no. little jarring too, because you'll see guys get um, get taken off on stretchers on the cart. And then it's a different thing when they're getting taken off stretchers. When the ambulance the comes ambulance on, the, on field. the field, it's like, oh, so there's like bad, and then there's like we need the ambulance right here, bad. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's always we, scary. We can't waste time walking them off the field <laughs> yeah. to the ambulance. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, well, that's it, good news. It, I saw that, and I was like, oh dear lord. Well, I'm definitely, definitely glad to see it. Uh, there was a number of key injuries. We mentioned a few of them uh, around the league uh, this last week. Um, I'm uh, I'm trying to remember the Ravens one. My bad. Marlon Humphrey's out for the season. Torn uh, peck. Torn peck. Yeah. Yikes. So, they, so yeah, they've lost both their starting cornerbacks. Lost and a million. Three running backs. Yeah, that's brutal for them. Trent Cannon, by the way, uh, was a Raven uh, at the start of the season. <laughs> so the injury bug from the Ravens <laughs> yeah. came, followed him. Uh, yeah. Um, also, uh, 
Tredavious White, torn ACL, I believe, mm-hmm. in practice. Cornerback oh. for the Bills. Um, That's a huge blow to that team trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, that yeah. really is. When I saw that, I was bummed because the Bills are my Super Bowl pick. Yeah. I was like, dang it, that sucks. Oh, what other one? I mean, I think we didn't even talk about it last week, but Christian McCaffrey is Dalvin done. Dalvin Cook didn't play yep. on Sunday. Dalvin Cook didn't play dude, Madison. All of, dude, all of those uh, top four again. running backs have been just bugged with injuries. Christian McCaffrey. Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones hasn't played. Yeah, Hurts missed Sunday played. and could be out for a bit. Uh, they're saying Daniel Jones may be done for the year. Um, yeah. He uh, I, he could he definitely be done for the year. Swift didn't play this week. Um, he's I, I think he's questionable to come back this week. It was week, it was though. very optimistic because that was against the, it was a Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving game, he got injured. People, they were really scared. And then after the game, they're like, it's much better than we thought. And so this seemed to be more of a That's precautionary, good. we're going to let him rest because he's he's their star player. Yeah. The, uh, um, let's see. Hopkins Corey Davis is out in. for the season. Yep. Heard that. Corey Davis is gone. Uh, abdomen. Him off yeah. my team. Some, some of these things are from this week's report, but we're still. Yeah, the uh, a lot of guys are going to be out still. I try to remember. Once again, the Giants' receiving core is basically (laughs) it's broken. (laughs) Uh, Allen Robinson didn't play this week either. He was Waller was out as well. Yep, Waller was out. Their rookie played uh, the entire game again. Um, Kyler Murray was back. Yeah, Kyler. Yeah, I mean they had a big way for me in fantasy. I put up another. Yeah, uh, and wasn't sad about that. Seventy points this week in one in the C league. Two throwing touchdowns, two rushing, back to normal. Kyler. Yep. Kyler Murray. uh, Fantasy updates. We're we're walking out on this episode. I won. I think I won everything but the A league this week. I won everything but the B league. I forgot to set my basketball lineups today, so I'm trying to pull Mm. myself. And I forgot to set my basketball lineups on. Saturday for my ESPN league. Yeah, so I was waiting to pick up my kids at three forty today and went. Uh, basketball game started twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and was able to switch all those out real quick. Yep, yeah, I, I won again so, in basketball. By I the won way, in basketball. Still undefeated. Yep, you're you are you're seven and zero. Our one of our friends, Brittany, is six and one. I'm five and two. I'm playing, yeah, I'm you playing know who that one week. is. This guy. I'm playing the her one, this week, mean, and I missed my lineups wait, today. So wait, wait. Got to dig myself out of a hole. Oh, was that my other league? You didn't no, beat me. No, Brittany. Oh, Brittany. I'm sure he beat Brittany. Yeah. You might have beat Brittany. You, anyway, I'm three and four. Yeah, I started four. out 0 and four, but I was waiting for all my people to come off injury lists. Well, you and, got LeBron, who's just been decided to not play games. Well, when he does play, though, he's like 50 points a night. So, yeah. I mean, uh, 50 fantasy points. Calm down, people. Yeah. Um, That's what Steph but, did for uh, today. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I definitely had a rebound week. I I got a good week coming this week, too. So, I should be all right. I need I need Jaw to get whole and I need Dame to get over this abdomen thing uh, just as much as the Blazers. I was really need happy him. I need to get Brandon too, Ingram back. I was so, happy. I was happy to get that J- back. So Morant, by the way, and Lillard, my top two point scores, both are my only ILs right now. It's tough. Uh, but uh, no, basketball's feeling whole. I'm looking. It looks like I'm gonna make the playoffs in all of my fantasy leagues. I think I'm gonna be in first or second in two of them. And in the A League, I'm probably gonna sneak in around fifth, maybe fourth. Um, but uh, I had the Derrick Henry bug on that team, yeah, and have been kind of filling it out. And and these late buy games are getting me some weeks where I'm really hosed. I had yeah. I had three receivers out this week, so that yep. was, I did not no, see that coming on. On all of my fantasy football, I had drafted McCaffrey in two out of my four, Derrick Henry in my other one, 
and then Aaron Jones in another one. So all <laughs> my running backs. Ouch. Like I've been, I've just been absolutely decimated. At least Aaron Jones still wants to play football. I mean, he still wants to play football, but <laughs> I've been absolute this year worse than worse than ever. Like so yeah. many players that I've had that have just been injured. But I know when you have four teams, it's more likely because I have yeah. four teams. But it's absolutely, it's just so aggravating <laughs> to see it. And maybe that's something we can discuss in the future. Is like, why is it the past two years we've just seen? Well, I think I think this, you know, we we talked about a little bit early on in in, in philosophy, and we'll we'll end here. But the I am a massive believer that you don't take injury prone players and anybody had Derrick Henry, like nobody saw it coming. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe some of that stuff's inevitable, but we weren't actually, his workload is insane. Yeah. But we, but, I mean, but you get 25, 30 carries insane, a game. So. Yeah. He's really the only the, guy right now that you could be like, yeah, you could take that workload. And, and genuinely like did not see that one coming, but, I will never, I have never, and I will never draft uh, McCaffrey. I have never, and I will never draft Saquon Barkley. Um, I have once drafted Dalvin Cook once um, in all of my teams. I, I Those are players that I just avoid. I didn't have the opportunity to draft Christian McCaffrey because I'm in a snake league and uh, that is dependent on how you finished the year before. And I don't ever finish that bad, so that was never a possibility for me. Weird to flex, draft but okay. Him. Yeah, it's a weird flex, but I'm I'm pretty mediocre in that league. Uh, that's what I'm trying to say. But no, I I I just I'm don't a, believe a, in it I was at a, all. I wasn't more talking fantasy. I was talking just yeah. in the NFL in general, like all the like just the injuries that we just seen. Just teams, just the last two years. Like yeah. I remember, I remember week two last year, there was the most like season-ending injuries in a week. In nope. the NFL history, my team well, also had a shortened off season because you couldn't have any training camps. Right, that, COVID. That COVID was part clearly of it. affected part of it. some of that from a training perspective. Um, yeah, but that was last year. I mean, this year they had the. Full, it's a normal schedule. It's, I, I, the NFL's got to figure out these mysterious ACL MCL things. Like this is, it has ramped up so hard since we. And I and I personally, I'm a believer that it's a turf issue. I really Arizona's, do believe that. Arizona's field is notorious it's for so weird. New York. It is just to St. me. St. Louis. It's so odd that stadiums get to pick. It should be NFL just say, this is what we all do. Yeah. I think they, they, they got to figure out of the, the home field advantage. Well, but literally, literally a level yeah. playing field. Well, because uh, in, so in Japan, a lot of their uh, indoor stadiums, because they have uh, many indoor stadiums yeah. for baseball, um, a lot of them are still natural grass. They have a specific grass that they put in that, that grows, um, and they see percentage-wise for games played a much lower injury rate uh, than the MLB does, for instance, which has several stadiums that utilize uh, turf, namely uh, Toronto is is one of those. Um, Tampa Bay, um, I'd have to think in my head a few a few other places, but um, <clears throat> Houston. Um, but uh, they'll use some. A lot of times they'll use like a um, a grassy infield, and then the outfield's yeah. uh, carpet, and uh, and they. But they've seen that discrepancy, and I wonder if there's just not something that we should be doing in terms of looking into that. I mean, Reggie Reggie Bush won his lawsuit uh, against the, uh, the St. Louis Saint Rams Louis, yeah. uh, ownership uh, when he got uh, tossed to the side uh, there and and uh, went out of bounds by like. What did you say? What did they say? It was like eight yards, yeah, and he was, was like, on, and he was on straight up concrete when he hit the ground. Yeah. I mean, just what are you doing? Um, that was just horrible logistic management. But uh, also, that just shows you, I mean, literally how close they are to actual concrete. But going back, I mean, for the from the fantasy perspective of of it all, though, I I and we were talking about that earlier. 
I I just don't believe in in drafting guys that are injury prone in any way, shape, or form, and you're wasting that pick um, because it's going to happen. Um, if if a guy has hit the IR before, the likelihood of them making it through full seasons after that is literally cut in half. And nobody's going to draft Michael Thomas anymore. No. And not not in the first not, two rounds. Not That's not happening. Typically, go. He is going at to least be a need three to be to like, five. They need to be like a year or two removed from the injury. Yeah, like, it, like, like they, they, they have they, to play a whole season before I'll draft him in the first two rounds. Right. And realistically, if you're a running back, your window of time. Oh is. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Derek Derek Henry will probably be in the ten ten ranges next year. I don't think that that's right. I think I still think that Derrick Henry should probably get drafted. Um, in the five to nine, because if there's somebody that can recover from that, uh, yeah. it's it's that dude. Um, he's um, just a mountain of a man. Yeah. I mean, you look at guys like Todd Gurley, who were just fantasy gold for yeah. a string and of then years, and then abuse those knees, and then you just have a degenerative knee thing, yeah. and then he goes from playing in a Super Bowl to not even being. Can't can't being like, was was he a two time offensive player of the year? Two time, one time, at least once. At I least know once, once for sure. But yeah, but I'm and you can't get a job. I mean, legit can't get it's one. It's crazy. If you would have told me four years ago that Todd Gurley would be out of the NFL, I'm like, okay, what drugs are you on? Yeah, before like Zeke. Yeah, yeah, and well, and you're watching right now. I, I, people can say what they want when you watch Zeke play. You're watching his digression right now. Um, the dude's yeah. not hitting anything in terms Tony of Pollard yardage. Is, Tony Pollard is more explosive than him. Pollard, Pollard has scored more touchdowns than he has in the last five games. Yeah. Um, you know, like Zeke is digressing in front of your eyes. That dude's almost useless. Um, on top of that, I will say that dude carries more weight around than he should. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a he, heavier guy. He, he should probably get a little lighter and be a little more agile because he's just not fast out on the field. Like when you watch him, he's, no. he's a three yard. And here's here's what happened when his contracts. Oh, well, before his contract, because then a six, would he sign a six year deal? The most Jerry Jones deal to sign that Jerry. Yeah, Jones. but it has opt outs. <laughs> yeah, but isn't he opted out? And, and then some team like the Dolph, like some or like the Texans, some team that wants a name. That's washed up oh, is sure. going to pay him a stupid amount of money. Sure, sure. He'll, he'll get another. Well, I don't think he'll get stupid money, but I think he'll get he'll get that two year. Wait, I, in a couple of years, it'll probably be like $13 million deal. I think there's going to be a, reac- a reactionary fringe team who like, wants to bring somebody and be like, oh, we got Ezekiel yeah. Elliott. We're in win now mode. Yeah, they're, they're called the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like, yeah, they in in. Uh, but there are guys out there that in from the running back perspective are definitely on their way into that if you will you kind of I mean, watch Devonta get himself into it although he's having a little bit of a revival year this year given being given the opportunity uh, just for the year with the Ravens um but okay uh, Dalvin yeah. Cook he's had one healthy season yeah Delvin's, season. Delvin's crazy explosive when he's out there right now i think he's just the prone you know is yeah. is killing him you're you're not wrong i mean but he still he still looks good when he's out there. I think yeah. Zeke does not look good when yeah. he's out there right now. Sure. And you can hit me with all the stats that you want because guess what? They're in my favor when making that <laughs> argument, dude. I I own him on I mean, one but, I team. Mean, I mean, and that, I mean that same argument can yards. be made. Like when McCaffrey's healthy, he looks good. He looks great. He looks fantastic. He looks like he's. He looks like the best player in football. Oh yeah, I mean so, that. I mean the play that he made where he didn't touch the ground on that clear tackle they had him on, and his yeah. elbow just barely misses grass. Oh my gosh! Like that was one of the freakish things I've ever seen. And then he's like down two weeks later with a ankle thing or whatever. Yep. I just, 
Yeah, I, I think you got to be really considerate of uh, of health when you're fa- drafting a fantasy team. And uh, I mean, Zeke is a hundred percent touchdown dependent, like hundred percent. If if it, and in a divisional game, I'll start him. Non division, I literally want to put somebody else in there. I know you leave him in there because he's Zeke and he could get you twenty that night. But dang it. I am starting to become somewhat of a non-loyal Zeke owner. Um, yeah. I'm very happy that I drafted Joe Mixon instead of... Amen to that. I, they're Zeke on the same Elliott. team. That That's the team where I have Mixon and Zeke together. Really? Yeah, but I had the back. Mixon was super injured last yeah. year. He's He stayed... Yeah, he stayed I, I felt healthy. like he was young enough. Like, he was young enough like uh, to take that. Plus, he wasn't my first running back. I mean, so This is crazy. Zeke's only 26. Yeah. And, and you're watching... Looking, it looks like he's 31. No, by the time by the time he's twenty eight, I'm telling you, he's done. He just yeah, doesn't have the legs. He's seven hundred sixty five yards, which is eighth. Mm-hmm. Eight touchdowns, tied for fifth, averaging four point four carry, twenty second. Yeah. And att- but they aren't attempts, using him. They aren't using him because he's slow. Yeah. He's he's sixth in rush attempts. Yeah. The, well, hundred seventh. Yeah. Well, that's just because he's whole. <laughs> that's got to be all that is. Yeah, he's he sixth, so many guys he, he's get sixth hurt. at 173 attempts. Yeah. Yeah. No, that 173. So he's barely going to break 200. <laughs> just think about what what Derrick Henry would have done this year. Uh, I, dude, I think Derrick Henry, Henry is still second. Is still second. Oh, but yes, also Derrick Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry is is uh, still has more. Let me think about Derrick this. Henry has 937 yards. How many how many uh, carries does he have? 173. Yeah. Let me look yeah. up Derrick Henry. Because uh, when you think about running the football and how frequently people always get the football, yeah. like Cooper Cup already has 100 receptions. So yeah. 173 to a running back so far is not a lot. Not a lot, really. Not a lot. Well, they, um, <clears throat> it'll, be, uh, it'll be a couple weeks here, and they're going to go through the gauntlet of divisional games. Obviously, the Cowboys are. Um, so I'm going to feel a little better about starting them in those games. We'll see what, what goes down and transpires uh, as far as the play calling, but they, they also have given Dak the ball a ton. Um, and, he hasn't uh, turned yeah. it into fantasy points for me, really, because Dude. I lost this week because he put oh my me goodness. 11 points. Yeah. Derrick Henry, just in 2021, in eight games started, mm-hmm. 219 rush attempts. Yeah. Think <laughs> yeah. of where he would be at. I yeah. mean, this he is, was he was going to probably hit 450 his, this attempts. Is, dude, yeah. this is his Which is insanity. This is his third highest attempts and he started 8 games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I I mean he would at least hit 400. Bro, I mean, dude, yeah. seriously, if he only got like another like 70 yards, it'd still be like a good season at over 1000 so, yards, 10 touchdowns. I mean, so, he was on easy 2000 pace. Yeah. Oh, I, dude. Oh, yeah. He honestly at that no rate, he, bro, he probably would have broken the record. Well, he, I mean, you got the, the extra game. Yeah, with the extra game. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, he would he would have broken hey, it. History is history now. If Cooper Cup breaks that receiving record, that's history. Don't yeah. No. <laughs> I don't care if it's what an asterisk. I don't care no. if it's seventeen. No, put put, put that little put that little uh, the NFL star makes the rules. I'm sorry. Well, the um, whole slate of games coming up this weekend for the NFL. The Army Navy game is this week. Next week, we're going to take a look at the bowl games, college football. We're going to do our pick 'em for the bowl games. Uh, and, uh, we are, uh, we're going to post that so that it's real. Um, and, uh, we've got a whole bunch of good stuff coming up. Uh, so make sure again, watch those timbers on Saturday. It's going to be awesome. 
ESPN. Electric to watch. Check it out. Uh, ABC, if you don't have the cable. That's, ch- um, that's Channel 2. It's Channel Dose. Uh, if you were in the Willamette Valley with us, maybe 9 if you were a little elsewhere. But uh, I thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Later.